Local 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. He's got room. He's turning all the burners inside the 30, inside the 20, inside the 10. Touchdown for the Sealands Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the hearts of Seal Nation. Driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game. The Heartland Conference and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Here are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome to Tiger Stadium on the campus of Southern Columbia High School and welcome to Seals Game Day. Driven by Sunbury Motors, but Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in the North 4th Street, Alder Plaza in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Key is routes 1115 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Ryan Brand. Tonight, here on Eagle 107, the Seals Grove Seals travel to Southern Columbia to take on the 2-0 Tigers after an impressive 47 win over a talented Mount Carmel team. As for the Seals, they got to a 1-0, or they got to 1-1 with a 31-10 win over Jersey Shore a week ago, led by a team effort of offense, defense, and special teams. As I bring in Ryan Brand into the conversation, the Seals coach coaching faced a must-win against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And boy, once things got rolling for the Seals Grove Seals, they pulled away from the Bulldogs and they got the win they desperately needed. And they did it in all fashions there. Like they, they started out slow. It was a slow start. Couldn't get the run game going. Really couldn't pass protect. Didn't do anything passing the ball. Defensively, kind of the bend, but don't break there. But they did give up some yards early. But sure enough, things started coming together in the second quarter, heading into halftime. You know, got a little bit more passing time, got a couple of decent runs there. I think I remember it was the first three possessions, there were six plays of negative yards. And then the next three possessions, zero. So as that game went on, this young Seelands Grove team started coming together, gelling. You got to remember, it was only week two. We're only week three here. We're going to see a ton of improvement in this team. And we know the athletes that this team have. And so this team's going to continue to get better and better. And you're right. Last week, it was a result of a team just getting better as the game went on. As Seals Grove was able to pull away and get an impressive victory over Jersey Shore. Seals Grove at 1-1 one and one on the season. Opening opener lost to Lewisburg 32-22. to And again, bounce back for the win at home. Uh, 31-10 over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Breaking down some numbers from the win a week ago. Seals Grove out first down the Bulldogs 18-12. In the rushing department, the Bulldogs 92 with 59 rushing yards for the Seals. In the passing department, and Ryan, this is where we're going to go to next. 291 yards from the freshman quarterback, Danny Schock. What a performance. Just an impressive performance from week one to week two for anybody on any level. You're talking about a freshman and his second start on the varsity level. And I had a great conversation with uh, offensive coordinator Derek Pope, and and we talked about it. I said, you've got to be impressed. Are you any, in any way surprised what Danny has done? He said, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, he had all the confidence in the world. He said, he goes, this kid has got a mind, and his arm, as it gets older and his arm gets stronger, he is going to be an unbelievable quarterback. He said, you guys, you guys might not notice it because he threw for basically 300 yards. But there were things we saw there that even he knows he can improve on. He said he could have thrown for 400-plus last week if this was midseason. And, he, and, and, and this was more experience under his belt. And they're just super excited about him. Coach Pope loves him. And uh, he, he's, a, he's a workhorse, just constantly working the game. And we were impressed. That, that's a freshman out there. Second game of his career, almost put 300 up uh, passing the ball. Uh, 
shown that he's a guy you can rely on to get something done. His numbers ended at 23 for 30, 291 yards, three touchdowns. He did have one pick. He's throwing 68% completions on the season for the freshman quarterback. And his main targets, we've watched it. We've seen it over the years with these Seals Grove Seals. A guy who might not have been into the mix as a junior comes out and ends up having an impressive senior year. Well, Ben Swivert's on that pace. Eight catches a week ago, 102 yards, another touchdown. So in the season, Ryan, 14 catches, 177 yards, two touchdowns for the senior receiver. Yeah, and, and it was an unknown coming into the season. Really, the only receiver we got to see play last year was Nyland, and Nyland kind of filled in for an injured Ricky Cope last year and did a great job in that Shikalimi game. But uh, Nyland, really the only guy with a, a good amount of experience. But like you said, we have seven different wide receivers caught a pass last week. That's sharing the ball. That's guys getting open. That's a great sign. Uh, for this uh, Seals group team, especially coming in the offseason with you need guys to step up, and that's that's happening right now. But as you said, it's led by Ben Swyford and Josh Nyland. Each of them la- uh, had over 100 yards receiving last week. And, you know, we, we joked around during the game, you know, how often do you see that? Now, we got to see it last year three times, so that was a pretty special duo there in Cope and uh, Inch. But really, over the years, it's not you don't see it very often. We have two receivers go over 100. And Utah, here's the stat. When's the last time a freshman quarterback threw to two receivers for over 100 yards? <laughs> we'll have to dive deep into the archives for that one. And again, what a good performance all around for the Seals. They get out to the 1-1 uh, now with the 31-10 win over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Again, you mentioned Nyland going over 100 yards as well. As a junior, he called 29 passes. So right now he has 35 catches in his career, 617 yards and four touchdowns. And we know that he's got to be a big impact. And we said it during the broadcast. He's an athlete. I talked to Derek about that. And you hear more from Derek at the end of the, uh, at the bottom of the hour about getting your athlete involved. That's what they did. And boy, what a strange way where he really got involved with the double tip and catch but also run some Wildcat. Well, we talked about that last week before the game. We said he's too good of an athlete not to be getting touches, and we just felt like he didn't get the ball enough at Lewisburg. Not that they didn't target him, but they were some tough situations that he had to go up, rise up against some bigger guys, and he took some big hits. But So we said we figured there was going to be a way these coaches were going to find a way to get the ball to uh, Nyland, and sure enough, we saw it in the Wildcat. It just seemed after he got a couple runs, everything else started coming together. Just got a little bit of that confidence going, and, and he was a huge asset last week, and that went over at Jersey Shore. Man, we have a lot to cover. We'll take a look at other games going on, a part of the Sunbury Broadcasting family, as we'll hear from the broadcast team of the Shikalemi Braves, also the Lewisburg Green Dragons. We're off to a 2-0 and start. We'll hear from the head man, Coach Derek Hicks, at the bottom of the hour, as I was able to sit down with him. And also, we'll talk more about the Seals Grove opponent tonight, the Southern Columbia Tigers. All that. Plus, we'll get Ryan's take on what's going to seal the deal for a victory tonight for the Seals Grove Seals. And all that will continue after this break. You're listening to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Most of us won't need to hire an attorney this week, but for a few of us, something has happened in our lives, and before we can go any further, we need to get sound legal advice. Slavinsky Law Offices can give you options. For over 40 years, they have successfully represented individuals in criminal, DUI, family law, and estate planning. They care what happens to you, and they have the experience to win the toughest cases on your behalf. 
You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575 or on the web at slivlaw.com. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team Sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's our Labor Day sales event. And we're celebrating the end of summer with special prices on every new vehicle in stock for the next seven days. Our goal is to sell 50 vehicles during this event. We have almost 100 new Jeeps in stock with discounts up to $6,000. We also have a great selection of all new 2019 Rams with discounts up to $7,000. Huge discounts for the next seven days, great selection, and amazing financing deals. Come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company. Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brands, X Showers, and of course our producer Sean Carey, getting ready to bring you the Seals Grove Seals and the Southern Columbia Tigers. But before we get more into talking about this matchup in front of us here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com, we look into other games going on in part of the Sunbury Broadcasting family as we look at first at Chick. Chick fell to 0-2 after a 20 to nothing loss to Central Columbia a week ago. Chick looks to avoid an 0-3 start against a 1-1 Loyal Sock team, averaging 31 points per game behind senior quarterback Connor Watkins. Well, let's hear more from the voice of the Chick Olympic Braves, Kevin Hur, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Well, the schedule doesn't get any easier for Shikolimi. Week three, this matchup featuring the third straight District 4 AAA top-tier team in the Loyal Sock Township Lancers. The Lancers come into tonight's matchup 1-1 one one after giving up 82 points in their first two games against North Schuylkill and Danville. But the Lancers' offense racked up 62 points themselves. Quarterback Connor Watkins has already thrown for almost 500 yards and five touchdowns with just one pick. His favorite target this season, Gerald Ross. The senior averages 25 yards a catch in his eight receptions with one touchdown. And oh, by the way, Watkins kind of a threat running the ball, too. He rushed for 62 yards last week and two scores against the Danville Ironmen. The Loyal Sox defense is led by senior Bam Brima's 21 tackles, three tackles for a loss, and a sack, and that's just in two games. Shikolami's offense will look to stay away from first down penalties that have put them in a lot of first and 15 or worse situations too many times here early in the season. Their focus tonight keep the dangerous Loyal Sock offense on the sidelines as much as possible, so Evan Bingaman and Ulysses Mercado will get called upon to spark the Shikolami ground game. The Braves have struggled this year on the ground, 201 yards on 61 attempts, and half of those yards coming from the feet of Lucas Tilford, who is a game-time decision due to injury. 
Well, the Braves look to turn around their season and continue their success against Loyal Sock. You remember a year ago, they had a thrilling 32-26 win in the township and a surprise a few years ago at Chickalamie Stadium when they ended the Lancers' undefeated run with a block field goal in the final seconds. Game time is set for 7 o'clock on News Radio 1070 WKOK, WKOK.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting app. We'll have the pregame with Coach Dick Horton and myself beginning at 6.30. I'm Kevin Hurd for Seals Game Day on Eagle 107. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North Fourth Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Don't go back to school without the one supply that'll keep your coursework moving. Service Electric Cablevision High Speed Internet. SECV Internet always makes the grade with unrivaled speed and reliability. It's the perfect Wi-Fi solution for the whole family to share, no matter how many devices you connect. Simultaneously search, stream, download, and gain instant access to everything you need to get ahead and complete your assignments. Plus, bundle SECV Internet with TV and phone and save. Learn faster. Surf smarter. Visit secv.com internet today. Hey dad, football takes a lot of hard work, doesn't it? It sure does, Ben. Hard work and discipline make a team successful. Like your CPA business? Yes, my clients and I are a team. I work with them for all of their income tax, payroll, and bookkeeping needs. It doesn't matter if it's one person, a family, or a whole business. I get things done, just like our football team does on the field. So do you have a playbook? Kind of. My goal is to do my absolute best for all of my clients. They can call me, William D. Booker, CPA, at 570-374-7343 or visit me at 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, next to the American Legion. Go Seals! If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available too for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfields.net. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company. You're on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. A 75-degree night. Stuffy here at Tiger Stadium. Both teams warming up, getting ready for the third game of the season already, believe it or not, for the Seals and the Tigers. The Seals are 1-1. The Tigers are at 2-0. We'll talk more about this matchup in just a bit. But first, we check in with another game that's part of the Sunbury Broadcasting family. And as Lewisburg's off to a 2-0 start for the first time since 2015, they look to go 3-0 for the first time since 2010. To do that, they'll need to beat a good Mount Carmel team. So it's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons play the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes tonight in a Heartland Conference crossover game. Tonight's game will be played at Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University. Last week, Lewisburg defeated Central Mountain by a score of 55-7, and Mount Carmel lost to Southern Columbia by a score of 41-7. 
Last week, Lewisburg was led offensively by running back Max Moyers, who rushed for 358 yards and five touchdowns. That was the second largest total for rushing yards in Lewisburg football history. The Lewisburg offense totaled over 500 yards on the game. The Green Dragons defense shut down the Central Mountain offense and held them to under 170 yards of total offense. Last week, Mount Carmel was defeated by defending 2A state champ Southern Columbia by a score of 41-7. Mount Carmel struggled to move the ball offensively against the Tigers, but tonight expect Mount Carmel to try and get back to the physical brand of football they like to play and run the football with running backs John Ayers and Shane Widener. If Mount Carmel gets the running game going, quarterback Tom Raisiner will throw the football when is least expected to his tight end. This looks to be a physical game, and we will see if the Lewisburg Green Dragons will be up to the task. Game time is 7 o'clock with a pregame at 6.30 on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107. All right, Greg, thanks very much. Sean Carey here with you in studio as we continue Sunbury Motors game night on Eagle 107. Don't forget, Seals fans, we've got a Facebook and Twitter so you can follow the action tonight, scoring drives, and so much more. Our Facebook page, Seals Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107, and follow us on Twitter at Seals on Eagle 107. Of course, we'll be doing scoreboard updates all night long at Eagle107.com. Games that we will be following, of course, on 100.9 The Valley, Lewisburg, at Mount Carmel tonight at Christie, at Bucknell. Seawons Grove, Southern Columbia here on Eagle 107. Shikalemi Loyal Sock on WKOK. And other games include Tri-Valley at Williams Valley, Lee Heighton at Central Columbia, Mifflinburg at Milton, the Tomato Bowl tonight at Alumni Field. Cody Jared from SusquehannaValleySports.com will check in tonight after the Seals on Sunbury Motors game night with a complete report. See if Milton can go 2-1 and one on the year. Also tonight, you've got Newport at Pine Grove, Muncie at Tawanda, making the big road trip up to the northern tier, Warrior Run at Danville, Montgomery at Wellsboro, Berwick tonight at Williamsport. Williamsport coming off the shutout loss in Altoona last Friday night. Millersburg at Upper Dauphin. Halifax at Line Mountain. Montoursville will be at Thompson Street Stadium tonight to take on Jersey Shore. And South Williamsport at Hughesville. So once again, get those scores all night long at Eagle107.com. Take a quick break, and after that, we'll go back to Pat and Ryan at Tiger Stadium as we get you more info leading up to the kick tonight at 7 between the Tigers and Seals. This is Seals Game Day, presented by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. Hi, I'm Jace Brandt. When my father, Ryan Brandt, isn't calling Seals Grove football games, this company, Alpha Electrical Contractors, can serve your electrical needs. Alpha Electrical can wire your dream home, build a new service for your upgrade, or fix that flickering light. Alpha Electrical will even hang your flat screen TV for nearly half the price the department stores charge. No job too big or small, Alpha Electrical will do it all. Call Alpha Electrical at 570-898-3099. There's a new breed of dog in town and so many different ways to make your mouth water. You've got the Coney Island dog with chili, onions, grated cheese, and mustard. You've done got your basset hound with blue cheese coleslaw, dill pickle, tomatoes, mustard, and poppy seeds. Oh, si, senor. Don't forget the chihuahua with bacon slice, chili, and cheese. I guess you can teach old dogs new tricks. Stop by Wicked Dog Grill at 28 South Market Street in Seals Grove and make sure to like Wicked Dog Grill on Facebook. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. 
Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. Keep it a watch on all those games Sean ran down for you, but one that we're going to keep a real close eye on, and we call it the Blaze Alexander Four Tough Game of the Week, where it's worth to drive to Route 45. It has the one and one Williamsport Millionaires trying to back bounce back. They're going to host the two and zero Berwick Bulldogs. That's the Seals Grove Seals Week Five opponent. Berwick has outscored their opponents eighty to zero. They're three and zero, and just they've had three and zero starts for four of the last six years. Ryan, we'll keep a close eye on that one. And again, Williamsport trying to bounce back from their shutout loss a week ago. But boy, we got Berwick Week Five. They have not given up a point so far this year. And it's all wrapped around a very good offense and defensive line for the Berwick Bulldogs. That's a scary thing. That is a very scary, dominant style of football. And uh, from what I've seen of them, they are tough up front. And you know, high school football success starts at the line of scrimmage, defensive line, offensive line battle. You can have premier running backs and stuff, but you're not going to get the most out of what you have unless that line up front can do their job. And uh, Berwick does that, both sides. So that's why they've been able to score and keep from scoring and uh, look forward to seeing them week five. And, again, we'll keep an eye on that game as part of our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. Going down some game notes, thanks to Zach Showers, puts them together for us in 30 all-time meetings. The Seals Grow Seals lead the all-time series 16, 13, and one tie. The series has been played on and off for the last 50 years. The team plays played from 1965 to 1977 with the seals winning 11 of the 13 games then they played seven game series in 96 to 2002 with southern winning four of the seven matchups in 2008 the series renewed again and the seals grow seals won that one and also in 2009 but southern columbia has won the last eight games right as we talk about the series we look back to uh two seasons where we got to watch the seals grove seals and the southern columbia tigers and that's the 2015 season 2014 season seals grove lost both of those but both games by seven points and one of the greatest games we saw javon bats here at southern columbia tigers came up short that game but it was a battle those two years for both teams and boy we had we we're blessed to sit here and watch it ah uh, yeah i mean this this matchup here has always been a highlight reel i mean even remember last year's game i mean it ended up being a little bit more of a margin but going into halftime the kick returned uh, to tie it up i believe right cut it to three or cut it to three, three yeah. yep. and uh, but no some games in the past there i mean I, i'll never forget the javon bats game here and and some of the stuff he did in that game some highlight cuts and almost single-handedly uh brought seals group a victory but it's been a while since we've seen a southern columbia win this has been a heck of a program in fact what has it been eight years nine years eight straight years yeah, yeah so it's yep. been a while but there have been some awesome games and these are just two great programs i actually got to talk to jim roth this week and he has so much respect for seals grove and he says this is a program 
we take this serious. This could be, you know, our toughest game of the year. He knows that these co- this coaching staff's good. He respects it, and he knows Seals Grove pounds out athletes that are dedicated to getting better. So he just he, he knows he respects what he's going to go up against tonight. Well, you talk about last year ended up forty nine to twenty eight victory, and it, the last score for Southern came on an interception return. So at that point, it was a thirty excuse me a forty two twenty eight game with Seals Grove looking to go in to cut it to seven, and things turned around quickly. And now in two thousand sixteen. 52-35, a game played here, and the only one that didn't enjoy that game that night uh, was Derek Hicks. We we had broadcasters. It was scoring in the second half. I, I, I could look to see. I know in the third quarter there might have been seven uh, scores in the third quarter alone. And uh, when I talked to Derek after that, he said, enjoyed what? He, he definitely didn't enjoy that. <laughs> but they lost that one, 52-35. We mentioned the 15 in the 2014 games, and then back in 2013, Seals Grove would lose 54 to 14. So, again, a lot of close games and a lot of points scored between these two teams. And as you mentioned, the Southern Columbia coaching staff has great respect for the coaching staff of the Seals Grove Seals. Now, good numbers over the years against the Southern Columbia Tiger team, even though they're just at 1-8. and eight. Logan Leiby, 386 yards back last year in the 2017 matchup. And rushing Garrett Campbell. Garrett Campbell in 2016 went for 209 yards against the Southern Columbia Tigers from the receiving department. Look at that one. Jared Ant, 139 yards in 2016. And tackles? Hey, only but goody. Tyler Krebs, 15 tackles in 2012. And interception-wise, Garrett Campbell, two picks in 2015. And Ryan, Tony Dressler, the sack machine. I know he throws nicknames out to you all the time. He (laughs) praises himself with yeah, two sacks in 2016. What a what an influence he was on the defensive side. Yeah, well, he liked the big games. You know why he liked the big games against the better teams? He didn't see triple coverage yeah. as much. He saw double coverage, so he looked at it as an opportunity to get in and make more noise, and uh, that was a big game for him in 2016. Now, what Seals Grove's dealing with, obviously, Stone Hollenbeck, quarterback. He's He's been the quarterback for the last three years. In 2016 against the Seals, 11 for 19, 226 yards. No touchdowns, but no picks. In 2017, 17 for 25. He had 239 yards against the Seals. Again, no touchdowns, no picks. Only game all season without a touchdown for Stone Hollenbach a year ago. In the running department, as you'll see tonight, Gage Garcia, junior running back. He earned all state honors as a freshman and sophomore. Career numbers, over 5,000 all-purpose yards. He's rushed for 4,400 yards. Ryan, 71 touchdowns, including 23 100-yard games. He's averaging almost 12 yards a carry in his career. Pretty impressive from the running game. But, again, as we've talked to the coaching staff on both sides, Derek's quite aware that the adjustments are being made by the Southern Columbia Tigers to up their rushing attack, believe it or not, who... We, talking to the coaches staff for Southern, feel like it's not where they want it to be. Yeah, they're not ex- exactly happy with where the run game is. I, I don't think they're disturbed, but they are tweaking some things, moving some guys around the offensive line. They're looking for more produ- production in that aspect of their offense. And uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised tonight if they come out and uh, start running the ball, continue to work on that. And even though they have that weapon and Julian Fleming sitting there at receiver, they know the importance of being a balanced offense as the season goes on and into their uh, state playoff run. You talk about Julian Fleming over 2,600 receiving yards, 36 touchdowns, 13 100-yard receiving games for Julian Fleming, the junior. In 2016, five catches. But last year, 11 receptions, 150 yards, a career high for Julian Fleming. 
And also, Ryan, from the linebacker position, uh, Holiday, uh, Cal Holiday, junior linebacker, All-State honors, career numbers, 279 tackles, but more impressively, 26 tackles for loss, 13 sacks, four interceptions. A guy they're going to have to know where he is all the time. And, and the crazy thing is, is the three guys you always hear about from Southern are Stone Hollenbach, QB, Gage Garcia, the running back, and Julian Fleming, the wide receiver. But this dude, Holiday, is a beast. I mean, he is all over the field. He's the real deal linebacker. He is every bit as good as those three guys that you hear the most about. But he is a guy tonight that we will be calling his name. He flies all over the field. He disrupts things. He's a heck of a football player. 19 tackles on the season for Cal Holiday, number 28, two tackles for loss, and he has a sack as well to go along with that. Now looking at, from a special team standpoint, kind of comparing both sides. Seals Grove, strong special teams. Kyle Rule, 6-for-6 six for, six for PATs. 1-for-1 one one from a field goal uh, field goal tries from 33 yards. And in punting chores, Metzger comes in, averaging over 28 yards a punt for the Seals Grove Seals. For the Southern Columbia Tigers, replacing their all-conference kicker from a year ago, now it's Dunkelberger, 13-for-14 in two weeks. From PATs, he has not tried a field goal yet. And then you got Fleming, who's the punter, averaging 36 yards per punt for the special team. So two solid special teams will be on display tonight. And we got to actually see uh, Fleming punting, warming up here. And I'm blown away that his average is only 36 as we watched him kick 55 yards high in the air over and over and over again. The kid has the capability of kicking at 60-plus yards in the air. I mean, it was just breathtaking punts. It's not your normal-looking high school punt. Well, we're getting ready here from the head man, Coach Derek Hicks, here just momentarily. Again, we're looking out at a beautiful setting here. The rain's holding off. Seelands Grove still warming up. Southern has take to the locker room and will return shortly. And then we're going to get the opening kickoff at top of the hour between the Seals and the Southern Columbia Tigers. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. The DQ chicken strip basket should not be a best-kept secret. How about the five-buck lunch? And if it is a Blizzard you want, Reese's Outrageous is peanut butter cup, Reese's Pieces, and peanut butter sauce in a smooth, delicious Blizzard. Tell the whole stadium, fan food. Before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals. Go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Want to get a huge discount on any new Toyota at Aubrey Alexander Toyota? Just unlock it. It's the brand new feature at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Go to any of the over 200 new Toyotas at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. It's this simple. Click on Get the Unlocked Price, log in, and unlock your low, low price. It's simple, it's fast, and you'll save on a huge selection of new Toyotas. Unlock your low price only at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. 
Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's our Labor Day sales event. And we're celebrating the end of summer with special prices on every new vehicle in stock for the next seven days. Our goal is to sell 50 vehicles during this event. We have almost 100 new Jeeps in stock with discounts up to $6,000. We also have a great selection of all new 2019 Rams with discounts up to $7,000. Huge discounts for the next seven days, great selection, and amazing financing deals. Come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle 107. Seals game day on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. And we're less than 30 minutes away from kickoff at Tiger Stadium at Jim Roth Field between Southern Columbia and the Seals Grove Seals. Sean Carey with you in studio. Seals Grove Seals fans have been accustomed to watching number 18 the last few years, and things may not have changed as much as many would have thought. With Logan Libby watching from the sidelines, Danny shocked the new number 18, put on a performance as impressive as any freshman in Seals Grove history. After throwing for just 85 yards two weeks ago, Shock responded by connecting on 23 of 30 passes, 77% for 291 yards and three touchdowns in the Seals' 31-10 win over the Bulldogs. When we return, Pat O'Brien will have his weekly conversation with the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Hicks, as we continue Seals game day on Eagle 107. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt, and Coach Hicks. Welcome to the Derek Hicks pregame show. Pat O'Brien along Coach Derek Hicks as the Seals Grove Seals get ready to take on the 2-0 Southern Columbia Tigers at Tiger Stadium week three of the 2018 season. Derek, first let's take a step back, look at the win over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 31-10. Impressive all around, especially from your freshman quarterback, really got in a groove and was able to put Jersey Shore away and get the victory. Yeah, you know, uh, early on we struggled moving the ball. Both defenses were dominating the game. And uh, it's funny, sometimes you need a little bit of luck to get the things rolling. And, uh, 
you know, there was a ball that deflected what by their cornerback, then off the free safety, and uh, Josh Nyland focuses on it, you know, perfect tip drill, and uh, comes down with it. And that was kind of the springboard from there. Uh, offense started clicking, moving the football, and, uh, you know, defense played well the entire game. And like you said, at the end, it turns into a, a pretty nice victory for us. And people talk about it was a tough catch for Nyland. Imagine on the radio trying to call that play and describing it for the listeners when the ball's bouncing all over the place. But like you said, end up being a huge play at a springboard as things moved on through the uh, rest of the game for the 31-10 to win. Derek, but looking at the numbers, the passing yards, 291, but a concern around the 59 yards rushing. Is that a, a product of still trying to figure out this offensive line? Uh, you know, that might be part of it. The other pro- thing was, you know, you look at Jersey Shore, and they, they were going cover zero for quite a while on the outside. And uh, putting six men on the line of scrimmage with their backer, a 6-1 look. Uh, so they were stacking the front. You know, thinking we got a freshman quarterback, we stopped the run, we win the ball game. And, uh, you know, credit to Derek Pope for adjusting and uh, realizing, you know, we had to pass the ball to loosen them up and to win that ball game. And you talked about the defense just giving up 10 points on the night to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Let's take this moment just to reflect on some of the big guys that were playing, uh, that played so well defensively for you, give you a chance to, to, to just highlight those guys. Uh, you know, it started up front. Uh, Blaze Ziders, um, Everett Thomas at nose guard had probably one of the, the better games that I can remember out of him. And, um, you know, going back to the linebackers, they flowed to the ball well. They were playing two ways, those guys. Uh, you know, they were exhausted at the end of the game. Uh, on the opposite side of Blaze up front, Gavin Carroll had a nice game. Uh, you know, again, getting into the backfield, creating disruption. So it, it was a solid effort when you go position by position. Uh, and I grade out the guys. You know, they, they all graded out well this week. Uh, you know, a couple times we had mental breakdowns, and it was fortunate that the effort was there from everybody. That when when one guy had that breakdown, there was somebody there to cover up for him. And and that's what a team does. That's team defense. Everybody swarming to the football. An impressive win for the Seals Grove Seals over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs to get to one and one. It's not often you have two hack one games to start the season, but you're sitting at one and one now with a win over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Setting up this coming up against the Southern Columbia Tigers, focusing on your team and your preparation going into uh, the game this week against the Tigers. Where do you feel your team is at right now in trying to just get past this wow factor of Southern Columbia and being ready to compete against what we all know is a very good team? Yeah, the, you know, I don't think they're in all. We've, we've been on the field with them. This is the same Southern team that we saw last year. Uh, and a lot of these guys, while some of them weren't on the field, they were around. They've seen it. They've been there. They've done that. Uh, you know, and I know, I mean, they, they know they're an underdog, but I also know that, uh, you know, they're Seals Grove kids, and they're going to show up ready to fight. Now, when you talk about that showing up and other guys who have been on the field with Southern Columbia Tigers as seniors, you're talking about a guy like Joe Kahn. We often mention about his preparation and what he does for the younger guys. How have you seen him go about being a leader for this team? You know, Joe and uh, I keep mentioning with, with in the same breath, Ben Swineford. Joe and Ben uh, – during the offseason kind of knew that we didn't have many seniors uh they were in the weight room all the time and uh they, they kind of embraced that leadership role and ran with it 
starting back in uh, you know last December January and um, once they were voted captains by their teammates uh, they, they've continued to do a great job in practice of uh, you know leading by example Ben's a pretty quiet guy he's he's going to be the lead by example Joe leads by example and he's a little more vocal and he's done a great job of uh, when the team needs a talking to or needs a picking up uh, he's there doing that. Now you've you've seen a Southern Columbia Tiger team over years as coach, and I'll throw this out there, even though we often think it's not going to be any different for the Tigers in terms of how they approach the game. Have you seen anything on film that might be a little different than what you've seen over the years from them? Uh, unfortunately, no. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's more of the same. It's that wing tee that they run to perfection, uh, and uh, Stone Hollenbach doing a great job spreading the ball around. Zachman looked good uh, in the films we saw, and uh, of course, Julian. Julian Fleming is Julian Fleming and uh, doing things that are, you know, almost disgusting to watch. They're, they're that good. So, uh, you know, it's more of the same and it's just they're a little bigger, a little faster, a little stronger than they've been in the past. Talking to Coach Derek Hicks, part of the Derek Hicks pregame show here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com as the one and one seals getting ready to take on the two and Tigers here at Tiger Stadium. Now, Derek, going back to your offense and talking about your freshman quarterback, uh, Shock, what are you asking from him as he's developing as a quarterback? What's what's the conversation with him to keep him in a place that you want to see him working? Uh, you know, that's that's him, Derek Pope, and uh, Mike Ferraro kind of working in there as well now, communicating with those guys. Um, and, and it's just a matter of, I think, each week they're putting just a little bit more on his plate, starting to progress him, uh, you know, looking at defenses, making some check calls at the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, a month ago he wasn't doing that. It was just a matter of digesting the offense. So, uh, you know, Popey's working with him. And like I said, each week it's just a little more of a progression trying to get him to that point where he can recognize what the defense is given and change things if needed. One thing that Ryan and I talked about during the broadcast was a guy like Josh Nyland, who was an athlete and guy, it seemed like he was having a hard time getting himself going. You put him low on the Wildcat, he had that big catch, the 47 yard catch, the flexion. What has he continued to show you as he's developed through the program as a just an athlete for you? Yeah, well, you said it. He's an athlete, and uh, you know he's a guy that's going to bring a little bit of an attitude to the field, which is as a football coach you want to see. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, the Wildcats just a matter of trying to get the ball into your athlete's hands. And you know, if we can take a guy like Josh, who's capable of hitting a home run anytime he touches the ball. And give him four or five more touches uh, as a Wildcat quarterback. You know, that's one of those things where he may get stopped for a yard or two four times, and the fifth one's the one that's going to go for 80 yards. So, uh, you know, just trying to get the ball into his hands. Josh, a week ago, six catches for 100 yards. Ben Swineford, eight catches for 102 yards and a touchdown. Now, one other guy that's been getting into the mix is a guy like Wyatt Metzger, developing into a tight end that's uh, you know worth paying attention to. How have you liked what you've seen from that young man on the offensive side? And then we could talk about the defensive side as well. Yeah, both sides of the ball. I mean, Wyatt, it began for him back in the wintertime because uh, he, he was another one of our uh, weight room rats that, uh, you know, spent all winter in there. And uh, he's a baseball guy in the spring and, and still found the time to, uh, to lift when he could. And then once summer hit, you know, still doing baseball, but lifting uh, a couple days a week with the team. So he, he stacked on some good weight from last year. Uh, you know, muscle weight. So 
he, he's more physical and you see that a lot those kids go from sophomores to juniors and the the mental aspect comes the the physicality comes and that's exactly what's happened with Wyatt he's a great blocker good pass catcher uh, and defensively he's a kid that's looking to hit and not afraid to stick his nose in there the linebackers are coming together wrapped around a guy like Joe Kahn that we've often mentioned and a guy who has shown his leadership as these other linebackers, guys like Nick Schaefer as well, coming on defensively. Derek, while we wrap things up here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, just kind of your final thoughts of how you grade your team out to this point at 1-1 one and one after the big win against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Uh, you know, I mean, they're improving. Uh, you know, if I had to assign a grade to them, I think we're at a B right now just because, again, we're still making some some mistakes, uh, mental mistakes, some young team mistakes. and uh, But, again, for, for what we're putting on the field, uh, age-wise, I should say, um, you know, these guys are giving it their all. They're playing hard. Uh, they're playing through the whistle, and they're soaking in all the coaching that's going on through the week and on a Friday night. And uh, as a coach, that's all you can ask for. They're, they're giving it everything they have. And, uh, you know, as, as a head coach, that makes you proud, and that's what you want to see out of your team. Well, Derek, good luck to you and the Seals. Appreciate your time as always. Tonight, it's the Seals Grow Seals versus the Southern Columbia Tigers, and all the action is going to be heard right here on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com. Most of us won't need to hire an attorney this week, but for a few of us, something has happened in our lives, and before we can go any further, we need to get sound legal advice. Slavinsky Law Offices can give you options. For over 40 years, they have successfully represented individuals in criminal, DUI, family law, and estate planning. They care what happens to you, and they have the experience to win the toughest cases on your behalf. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575, or on the web at slivlaw.com. For almost a half century, Central Pennsylvania has turned to Glicks in Zealand's Grove for the best quality in garage doors, fireplaces, stoves, and awnings. With the area's most experienced installers, you know you'll be getting superior service and premium products from Glicks. It's the family name you've come to trust for nearly 50 years. Glicks on Route 15 North, Sealands Grove. And remember, we're always open on Facebook and Glicks.com. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hubble's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915.
and after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with the also with the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Week with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motors Seals Game Night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Ryan, as we're nearing the opening kickoff, top of the hour, take a look at the starting lineups. First, the captains, Hollenbach, Oak Six, Stabinski, and Donlin for the Southern Columbia Tigers. But taking a look at the Southern Columbia Tigers first on the offensive side, number 15, Stone Hollenbach. In the backfield, you'll see Gage Garcia and also Gavin Garcia, uh, the younger brother of Gage Garcia, getting some looks for the Southern Columbia Tiger offense. In the receiving core, you'll see number 14, Zachman, and also number 7, and someone the Seals have to contend with all night long is Julian Fleming. Yes, number four, Julian Fleming. And he is a star athlete. In fact, he is a five-star athlete. He is the number one recruit in the country, people. Number one in his class. Top receiver. Real deal. The kind of guy that not only could, are we probably going to see play on Sunday someday in the NFL, but it could be as an abbreviated college career in four years. Uh, he is absolutely got to be the best athlete i've seen in this area the six foot three pushing 205 four three nine forty 39 inch vertical and just ability to play smart and catch the ball and to top it off with all that speed and athleticism he's also tough he is a guy tonight that you're going to hear his name a lot he is the real deal athlete and seals are going to have their hands full with him actually did a nice job on him last year only game he didn't score a touchdown i think he had 11 catches though for like 155 yards can't quite remember the exact numbers put up a big game but for him that was not a big game seals group did a good job with him last year they're gonna need that type of performance tonight they're gonna have to limit what he does offensively and if they can keep him out of the end zone that's gonna really help them on the season four, number four, Julian Fleming, 12 catches, 220 yards, and a three touchdowns. The offensive line for the Sutherland Company of Tigers, Donlin, Workman, Stabinski, Oak, and Her. The tight end will be holiday for the Southern Columbia Tigers. On the defensive side for the Southern Columbia Tigers up front, Quinton, Purcell, Williams, and Shankwaller. The linebackers, Holiday, Crawl, Tillett, and Zachman. The defensive backs, Fleming, Jake Davis, and Cade Lynn for the Southern Columbia Tigers. For the Seals Grove Seals, the captains will be Kahn and Swineford, and also they will select two others to join them to be captains here tonight. We'll make sure we mention that as they come out for the coin toss. The offense, freshman quarterback number 18, Shock. Number two, Kahn in the backfield in the receiving court, Nyland and Swineford. Up front, Ziders, Thomas, Maul, Klein for the Seal and Grove Seals. And unsure who the other tackle will be, Coach Sterkick said it will be a game-time decision. And not sure if it will be Ferraro for the Seal and Grove Seals. We'll have to take a look at that. The tight end will be Metzger. On the defensive side, up front for the Seals, did a great job a week ago against a run-dominant team of the Jersey Shore Bulldogs up front, Thomas, Ziders, and Carroll. The linebackers, as we heard Coach Derek Hicks said, he's transformed himself into a good linebacker and tight end for the Seals. Is number 21, Metzger. Khan, Schaefer, Bastion, and number 51, Ryan Allmett. The linebackers, Nate Schoen, will not be dressed for tonight's game. Defensive backs, Nyland, Swineford, and Ryan, somebody we enjoyed watching last week come on the scene, and that's freshman safety, 
Keegan Hoover. Yeah, and, and Seals Group made a move week one and took Bastion, put him up in a linebacker uh, position uh, for week two and filled in at the safety position with the freshman Teague Hoover. And, boy, the sophomore Bastion had a nice game, definitely looked comfortable at linebacker flying all over the field. He's a tough kid. And then the freshman and Teague Hoover comes in at safety. Boy, he just had an unbelievable game. Talk about just getting to the ball, knocking it down, making hits, getting tackles. He had an unbelievable game last week with a handful of tackles and balls batted down and almost had a beautiful interception where he stepped in front of the receiver on a great break. So Teague Hoover really surprised us last week. Really looking forward to see what he does tonight against this really good uh, Southern Columbia receiving staff. Punting, doing the punting chores for the Southern Columbia Tigers will be Fleming. He's averaging 36 yards a punt. The kicker is Dunkelberger for the Seals Grove Seals. The kicker is Kyle Rule, and the punter is Wyatt Metzger. Interesting number when you break down by class. You look at the Southern Columbia Tigers, 15 seniors, 17 juniors, 19 sophomores, and one freshman. But that freshman is a big part of what Southern Columbia Tiger does offensively in Gavin Garcia. For the Seals Grove Seals, Ryan, we're going to see a lot of these guys for the next few years as things progress. With only six seniors, they have 16 juniors on the roster, 18 sophomores, and 15 freshmen. And out of those numbers, a lot of these guys are getting their first opportunity to come to Tiger Stadium and take on the Southern Columbia Tigers. And, yeah, and coming to a stadium that has a brand-new field just like us, it's beautiful here. But, yeah, this is quite an experience. Uh, this campus here is beautiful. they got a nice set of good backdrop. I know the first year we came here, Pat, they had the huge rainbow. You remember that? Yeah. Over the field was the brightest, biggest, up-close rainbow I ever saw. But this is an experience because this is a program just like Seals Grove where year in and year out they're competitive and the fans are good here. And uh, it's, it's, it's quite an experience when you come here on the road and play in front of this crowd and you get a little bit of a taste of what every team gets when they play Seals Grove at home. So uh, it's, a, it's quite an experience for these younger football players their first time here. Again, looking at uh, what Southern's done so far, they are sitting at 2-0. and They beat Bloomsburg to start out 56-7. to They went to Mount Carmel, won that 41-7. to After tonight's game with the Seals, they'll be home against Shemokin. Then they travel to Central Columbia and South Williamsport before they return home to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Then they're at Schick to take on the Braves, home against Hughesville before finishing up the 2018 season at Danville. They come in tonight averaging 48.5 points per game for the Southern Columbia Tigers, giving up just 6.5 in the first two weeks. Jim Roth in his 35th year, his record 414-63-2 and two for the head coach of the Southern Columbia Tigers. For the Seals, Grove Seals, Lost to Lewisburg, 33-22. Beat Jersey Shore a week ago, 31-10. After tonight, they're home back-to-back games against Schick and against Berwick before they go back on the road to take on the Lancers of Loyal Sock. They return home to take on the Indians of Chimokin before back-to-back road games against Central Mountain and at Danville. They finish up the 2018 season at home against the Montoursville Warriors, Will the Seals Grove Seals. Derek Hicks in his fourth year. Impressive record to this point, 32-10 for the head man of the Sealands Grove Seals. Now take a look at the last five years in this matchup. 2017, Sealands Grove lost 49-28. They lost 52-35 in 2016. That was a game played here. And then there were two seven-point games, 2015, 21-14 loss. And then in 2014, 28-21. 2013, they lost 54-14. Seals Grove had a two-game win streak when they won in 2009, 35-28 here at Tiger Stadium, and they won 2008 in their biggest win 
over the Sutherland Tigers, 47 to seven. Looking at the seals, looking at the Southern Columbia Tigers over the past five years, 16 or a year ago, PIAA champs. 2016, 15-1, state runner-up. 2015, 15-1, PIAA champs. 2014, 11-1, they were the Hack 2 champs, lost to Montoursville in the playoffs. And in 2013, they were 12-1 and and lost in the district. They were District 4A champs before losing to Old Forge in the state championship. So a lot of tradition here. And, again, it adds to what we get excited about. People say, you know, get them off the schedule. Why are they on the schedule? Those kind of things. But it's a matchup people look forward to. And often, as you'll hear people on our Facebook say, if you want to be the best, play the best. There's great opportunities for the young men. Uh, you know, you think about this. How else do you prepare for postseason play if you don't play postseason type teams? And I do like the fact that we're playing them week three because we've gone in the past where we're undefeated, they're undefeated going into week 10. We really can't benefit from the game at all as far as district points. And and, and they and they can from us, but they don't even need it most of the time because they're just beating up on their local competition. But for us, it's really only a lose-lose situation. You can't win too much. You beat them, you don't gain anything other than, other than the experience. But I do like the fact that we play them for that. You get the experience. Well, captains are meeting at midfield. We're going to take a break, come back, get ready for the opening kickoff, and ask Ryan what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Sealands Grove Seals. All that and more as we continue. Seals game day here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Don't go back to school without the one supply that'll keep your coursework moving. Service Electric Cablevision High Speed Internet. SECV Internet always makes the grade with unrivaled speed and reliability. It's the perfect Wi-Fi solution for the whole family to share, no matter how many devices you connect. Simultaneously search, stream, download, and gain instant access to everything you need to get ahead and complete your assignments. Plus, bundle SECV Internet with TV and phone and save. Learn faster. Surf smarter. Visit secv.com internet today. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Hey, Dad, football takes a lot of hard work, doesn't it? It sure does, Ben. Hard work and discipline make a team successful. Like your CPA business? Yes, my clients and I are a team. I work with them for all of their income tax, payroll, and bookkeeping needs. It doesn't matter if it's one person, a family, or a whole business. I get things done, just like our football team does on the field. So do you have a playbook? Kind of. My goal is to do my absolute best for all of my clients. They can call me, William D. Booker, CPA, at 570 570- 374-7343 or visit me at 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove next to the American Legion. Go Seals! It's almost time for kickoff. From the stadium, here again are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Ryan, we're going to quickly throw it to you as this has been Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 1115 on the strip and Hummel's War. Seal the deal for a victory for the Seals. Hey, Seals are going to have to score tonight. They're going to have to do it. Southern Columbia's got so much offensively. They're going to put up points. We're going to have to do it. And we're going to have to do it with throwing the ball because Southern doesn't change what they do. And year in and year out, they have stuffed guys in the box and stopped the run. 
Seals Grove will return the opening kickoff. It's Nyland at the 20. 25, he gets out to the 30-yard line, and that's where Seals Grove will start. First down and 10. against offensively, shock at quarterback. Con, Nyland, Swineford are the receivers. Ziders, Thomas, Maul, Clyde, and we're looking to see who the other tackle is going to be as we look out. It's going to be 65, Schaefer, along with the tight end, Metzger. Defensively, Quinton, Purcell, Williams, Shankweiler, Holiday, Crow, Tillett, Zachman, Fleming, Davis, and Lynn for the Southern Columbia Tigers. First down and 10. Game just underway here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Chuck looking for the snap. Good snap. has got a little time. Steps up. Now looks like he's going to take off with it. Runs away from one guy, gets tripped up, falls forward to about the 31-yard line, and that's going to be it for the freshman quarterback on that first down and 10 play. This is Seals Grove football on WEGH Northumberland, Seals Grove. So second down and nine for the Seals. Just underway here from Tiger Stadium. Two wide receivers split to the left, one to the right is Christian Kantz. Handoff's going to go to Kahn going to be hit in the backfield drags a man forward to get maybe one and that's going to be it so quickly a third down and eight for the sealers grove seals yeah they, they tried to do a delayed handoff see if they couldn't sneak something up the middle but southern had it clogged good tough run though by con just to get something on the season southern columbia eight tackles for loss so they do get penetration in that backfield con was able to avoid that for a one-yard pickup Two wide receivers split to the left. Shock drops back under a lot of pressure. Spins from away from one guy, but not another. And there's a sack on the play for the Southern Columbia Tigers, their third sack of the season. And making the sack for the Southern Columbia Tigers, that was number 73, Shankweiler. So it's a fourth down and long after the sack by the Tigers. Yeah, and the problem was the offensive line on first down for Seals Group did a good job, created a pocket. Danny Shock stepped into it, but the coverage downfield was there. And uh, so after that, though, some pressure up the middle causing issues on second down and third down, and now you got to punt to Julian Fleming. Metzger punts it away. It's a line drive kick. It's going to bounce about the 43-yard line, get a good roll all the way to the 27. Garcia on the return, up the left sideline, makes three men, men miss before he takes it to the 49-yard line, and he's squeezing that return amongst a lot of cover guys for the Seals Grove Seals. Gives Southern great field position at the 49-yard line in Southern Columbia Tiger territory. Quarterback is Hollenbach. The backs are Gage Garcia, and you'll see Gavin Garcia. Receiver, Zachman and Fleming. Up front, Donlin, Workman, Stabinski, Oak, and Hearn. The tight end is Holiday for the Southern Columbia Tigers. First down at 10 at their own 49-yard line. No score, just underway. First offensive possession for the Tigers. Fleming split far to the left. Hollenbach fakes to the deep man, looking for Fleming. Deep beyond the defense. Out there, he's going to make the catch at the 17-yard line. Tackle down at the 7-yard line as Hollenbach able to find Fleming on the first offensive play he got beyond the defense. Yeah, just took off. Fleming just took off down the sideline, cut to the middle field, a deep post. And Hollenbach just threw a nice ball deep. And not much you can do when you got a receiver that can jump 12 feet in the air and grab a ball out. That's basically what happened there. Coverage wasn't that bad. Good job there. I believe I was bashing and, and wrapping up and getting the tackle and saving the touchdown. Threatening already are the Tigers. Up front for Seals Grove, Thomas Ziders, carroll Linebackers, Metzger, Kahn, Schaefer, Bastion, Ahmet. The defensive back, Nyland, Swineford, and Hoover. 
First and goal for the Tigers. Hollenbach drops back, looking left, looking for Fleming, snags it out of the air, puts the ball over the goal line, touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And again, the coverage was there, a very well-thrown ball by Stone Hollenbach, and he puts it in on an area where only Julian Fleming can get it. Fleming catches it with two hands, takes a good hit, but has a presence of mind to stick the ball out over the goal line in the pylon. That's quick two plays of Julian Fleming for a Southern Columbia touchdown. Uncle Berger will attempt the extra point here. 13 for 14 on the season. High snap, but they get it down, and he boots it plenty of distance as he's able to add the extra point for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And just like that, they're up 7-0 here in the first quarter over the Seals Grove Seals with 9.32 to go in the opening quarter. A quick two-play drive for the Southern Columbia Tigers covering 51 yards. And quickly into the end zone for the Tigers. Ryan, you said about it. Going to have to score. You know that Southern's going to put the ball in the end zone. They got too many playmakers. And what you're going to ask a lot of your freshmen is put the ball up, make some plays, keep the ball, get some drives together, and then put points on the board. Yeah, you can see they can strike quick. I mean, they got a great receiving core. They got tough running backs. They got a big quarterback, which is committed to be a preferred walk-on at Alabama. I mean, they've got skill all over they are gonna put points up you just want to do the best you can to slow that down and then an offense seals group is gonna have to score they're gonna have to do it they're gonna have to make some big plays uh it's this is not gonna be one of those 10-7 final games just not not it's not in the recipe for this one that's a two-blade drive covering 51 yards took just 29 seconds and finished off with a seven-yard touchdown reception by fleming that's the seals grow four drive summary Nyland at the 10, to the 20, gets to the 25, spins away from one guy, takes it out to the 27-yard line, and Seals Grove will take over first down and 10. Following the Southern Columbia Tiger touchdown. And one nice thing so far for Seals Grove, these kick returns have been pretty decent returns. Nyland finding a crease, getting some extra yards after the first wave. So I do like what I'm seeing out of special teams. Seals Grove creating lanes, good blocking up front. Nyland's hitting them hard and, and fighting and falling forward. Four wide receivers, got twins to each side. In the slot on the right is Brett Ford, Christian Kantz far to the right, Nyland and Swinefurt on the left. Shotgun formation for Shock. Wait for the snap from his center, Ziders. Good snap. Drops back. Looks. Gets it out there for Christian Kantz. Makes the catch at the 32-yard line. Falls to the turf there. So a quick hitter from Shock to Kantz. Able to pick up six yards. It'll be a second down and four for the Seals Grove Seals. Nice little cutback route there by Kantz. Dug his foot, came back. Ball was there. Perfect timing. Nice pick up there for Seals Grove. Swiper split far to the right with Fleming on him. Handoff goes to Khan. Khan dragging defenders to the 35-yard line. That's Tillett on the stop out to the 35. So a pickup of maybe two on the carry. So it's going to be a second or a third down and a long two for the Seals. This is key, right? This is where it's key. you got to move the chains, keep the clock moving, and keep your offensive possession. Big third down play here. Yeah, and you know, you, there's a lot of things you can do here on third and two. It's a big playbook. Under center is Shock. Khan lone back in the backfield. Again, shown not playing here tonight. Shock fakes it to Khan. Rolling out to his right. He's going to take off to try to run for the first down. It's going to be a matter of a mark there. Did he get enough? Shock lost the ball, but no signal there. Zachman in initially and made the hit on Shock. They're going to say he's short of the first down by a yard. So they're going to have to punt this one away. Metzger jogs out 
to do the putting for the Seals Grove Seals. And, and Danny got a lot of pressure there, and he, he put the, the ball down quick and decided to run, and Nyland actually broke a little free there and got past his man downfield. But Shock uh, never saw it. He was scrambling there for his life and was able to pick up a yard, but not enough for the first down. Metzger gets this one away. Fleming, the lone return man. The ball bounces at their 35, picked up at the 28 by Fleming. Grabbed from behind, gets away from that tackle, and then met by White Shirt, slammed at the 41-yard line. And Southern Columbia Tigers leading 7-0 with 7.32 to go in the opening quarter. Get the ball back for their second offensive possession. Their last one finished with a 51-yard drive on two plays. Fleming, the long catch down inside the 5 or inside the 10, finished off with the 7-yard touchdown reception. That's where we stand, 7-0 lead for the Tigers. They'll pop out of the huddle here. They'll have it at their own 41-yard line. Fleming far to the right. Lone back in the backfield is Garcia. Nope, not two backs in the backfield. Garcia gets the call. He's got some room. Secondary being chased from behind into Seals Grove territory. Host the white shirts led by Khan and give credit to Guy at the bottom of the pile there. Trying to get the number that's 55 Ziders, but a first down pickup by Garcia. Taking it into Seals Grove territory to the 46-yard line, first down and 10. Yeah, Zyder's first man there goes low. Uh, Garcia's a big guy, so you got to wrap up those legs, and then he did that, and Zyder's going to be a big play guy tonight. He has to make something happen. He's done a great job this uh, year so far getting pressure from that defensive end. He's going to have to keep it up tonight. Two backs in the backfield. Rodermark gets the call this time. He's into the secondary, close to a 10-yard pickup for Number 32 for the Southern Columbia Tigers. They're going to say short of a first down, nine-yard pickup. Ball now inside of the Seals Grove 40-yard line to the 37-yard line. Southern Columbia Tigers leading 7-0, 640 to go here in the opening quarter. Man goes in motion, gets the call. Trying to pop it to the outside is Gavin Garcia. He's got the speed to the 35. Inside of a tackle to the 20, to the 15, down to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, just a misdirection play there. Joe Kahn did a great job shedding a defender to bump that ba- uh, back. The running back should have run backwards, but he got the right blocks as he got out around, cut across backfield, and then got into the end zone. Just a well-orchestrated run all together there for Southern Columbia. Everyone did the job there. And uh, the younger brother, the younger Garcia, finds the end zone here early on. Doug Burke will accept the extra point here. This is a line drive, and it's not going to get through the uprights. No good. So the Southern Columbia Tigers unable to add the additional extra point. So Dunkelberger now 14 for 16 on the season, but Southern Columbia Tigers explosive offense shows through on that second possession. They now lead 13-0 over the Seals Grove Seals. And Ryan, how crucial not picking up that first down. They got it within a yard, unable to pick up that first down and quickly give ball back to the explosive Southern Columbia Tiger offense. Uh, yeah, I mean, big part of this game is going to be field position too i mean you don't want to give the southern columbia offense short field so maybe not every possession for seals is it realistic to ask them to score but even just moving the ball a little bit giving the defensive breather and then punting it and really changing the field position is huge in this game 
So Southern Columbia Tigers see the younger Garcia, Gavin Garcia, take it 37 yards for the touchdown, completing a three-play drive, covering 59 yards. Just took a minute and six seconds. The extra point, no good. So with 6.26 to go here in the first quarter, Southern Columbia Tigers lead 13-0. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. So Seals Grove look to get it back on offense here. Again, we're looking for bright spots. We're looking to grow and, and build on each and every play as Nyland will get another attempt here from his 12, 20, hit at the 21 and driven to the turf. An explosive job on the kick cover team by the Southern Columbia Tigers. Kerstetter, the sophomore, 5'11", 180 pounds, able to get down and get Nyland. Ryan, before we get too far in the game, I have a 13-year-old as of today. Murphy <laughs> O'Brien to her 13 today. The great story is we had a she was born on a Wednesday. I had a game to do, a Lewisburg Lime Mountain game on Friday, and I was able to get there. Murphy has heard thirteen <laughs> years worth of football in a very short period or in a, it was <clears throat> happening in a very short period of time. But a beautiful young daughter's turned thirteen today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Murphy. Shock looking to throw. Looking for Brett Four. Unable to make that connection. It's gonna fall incomplete on the coverage that time was crawl. So falls incomplete. It'll be a second down and 10. And see the freshman. He does have the arm. We saw that in the warm-up. Salt last week against Jersey Shore. Unable to make that connection there quickly at second down and 10. Yeah, uh, for going downfield, it was a small window. I think he might actually lost it in the lights a little bit. He was searching for it, but uh, unable to, to connect there. But uh, overthrown, play down, second down here. Twins to each side. Linebackers showing blitz. Holiday and Zekman. They're coming. Got to get rid of it is Shock. Able to find the receiver on the slant. That's Christian Kantz as he's able to get across the 25-yard line to the 26-yard line. Makes it a much more manageable third down play here, hitting Kantz on the slant. His second catch of the night. Yeah, two two nice routes ran by Kantz and, and way to secure the ball, knowing you're going to take a big hit. That's the second catch of the night now. So a third down and four. 5.50 to go here in the first quarter. 13-0 lead for the Tigers. Shock takes it under some pressure. Going to be hit, goes down. Swallowed up very quickly that time. Number coming in there. Quinton was involved in the play there and also Tillett. So a loss on the play and quickly a now punting situation for the Seals. Yeah, Seals Grove in on third down, just struggling. They had a third down and eight, took a sack. At third down and two, Shock got pressure, ran, picked up one, but came up short, had to punt. And here now on third down and four, we take a second sack of the game. Uh, third down is a trouble down right now for the Seals offense. Mesker punts this away, kicking it away from Fleming, and it's going to roll out of bounds to the 47-yard line. And Southern takes over there, first down and 10, leading 13-0 in the first quarter with 5.07 to go. Again, Ryan, happy birthday to my daughter. I, I still, I mean, talk about shock. I'm shocked that, I, that I've been... <laughs> That I'm old enough. Some people say I don't look like I'm old enough to have a 13-year-old. And I'm uh, not shocked at all. <laughs> I'm not. But she goes, I am for Teresa. You're right, but I'm not for you. <laughs> She's going to celebrate a big party tomorrow, so uh, looking forward to that with all our friends. And I got a birthday that has a Southern Columbia Seals Group connection. Brett Fozzi, former Seals Group Seals standout wideout. His wife is 40 today. She, They live here in Elysburg. So happy birthday to Darla Fozzi. Happy birthday, Darla. Quick throw this time. Hollenbach hits Fleming. Fleming makes the catch at the 44. Swineford stays with him, makes a tackle, but Fleming able to bring it to the 35-yard line, runs over Teague Hoover, 
who was trying to assist on the tackle there. But some dancing that time by Fleming. Gets Swine for credit. Sat down, kept his you know, kept his composure there and didn't give up too much there after the hit, but a, a good strong run by Fleming after the catch. Yeah, the defense did a good job there just trying to contain him. They did. He might have got a couple yards with the, the fancy steps, but defense came in, swarmed in, and made a nice tackle. 13-0 lead with 4.45 go in the opening quarter for the Tigers. Blitz being shown, and it's going to be a flag thrown here. Looks like Schaefer might have come across the line too soon that time for the Seals Grove Seals. We're going to keep an eye on big plays here tonight, and uh, we're going to deem them candidates for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We'll have them throughout the, the game, and then at the end of the game, during our postgame show, we'll announce the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. 13-0 lead here in the first quarter for the Tigers. 4.30 to go in the quarter. Two backs in the backfield. Hollenbach turns, gives it to Garcia. This is Gage Garcia trying to bounce it to the outside. Nyland and Hoover dragging him down but Garcia able to take two defenders close to the 20 yard line picks up the first down first down and 10 for the Tigers I'm not gonna lie there was a clear clip in the back there that allowed him to kick it outside two hands right in the back shoving the containment out of the way but Garcia takes advantage of that no call gets out around the edge and drug two ceilings group defenders until I believe it was T Hoover that came in and laid a pretty big hit and uh, seals group makes the tackle Fleming splits to the left there is a flag here as Hollenbach was going with the play fake and look like he was going to roll here left to the Fleming side, but there's a flag on the play and it's going to be a false start against the Tigers. And that's something positive here for Seals Grove defense to take advantage of this, continue to put pressure. I, I, I like the way the defense is playing. A lot of this stuff has been just extra effort that, that Southern Columbia has done. These haven't been big open windows. Uh, Garcia had made some plays there to get that touchdown run earlier. And the other thing here is, is it makes it really tough. Something's already stacked enough with talent. Then they do a ton of this misdirection and play action. You just don't know what's going on. Hollenbach rolling to his left, getting over, looking straight over the middle. It's got a man deep beyond the defense, and that's Gavin Garcia making the touchdown reception in the back of the end zone for the Tigers. And so the freshman shows that he can run the ball and he can catch, too, just streaking down the middle. Again, play action. You got the running back out of the backfield and the freshman, uh, Gavin Garcia, and a beautiful pass by Stone Hollenbach as he was taking a hit. That's one thing, as I was talking with Coach Pope before the game, he said, you know, one thing the team's tried to do with Stone Hollenbach is hit him, put pressure on him. He didn't seem to step into throws that he knew he was going to be hit. He said so far in the first two weeks this year, he's noticed Garcia's matured. He is not afraid of that contact in any way. He's stepping into it and delivering passes. We just saw it there. He took a big hit as he delivered that touchdown throw. And able to find Garcia, Gavin Garcia, for his second touchdown of the night. Like you said, Ryan, he's got one from the rushing department where he went 37 yards. And now the big touchdown reception as Stone Hollenbach dropped play faked, rolled to his left, was looking towards Fleming, using him as a decoy, and then found Gavin Garcia in the back of the end zone, right in the middle by the goalpost for the third touchdown of the first quarter for the Southern Columbia Tigers. So that's a five-play, 47-yard drive for the Southern Columbia Tigers. This one just taking one minute and 32 seconds. The extra point good by Dunkelberger. It pushes the lead out to 20 nothing for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. We got a shout-out here to Mike and Kathy George. They're listening at home. And I got to give a Seals Grove guy, Don Scheip, a call. He's a physical therapist for my friend, Mr. George. 
giving them a shout-out. They're listening tonight. Uh, Seals broadcast here on Eagle 107. Nyland on the return again, short of the 20-yard line. Looks like they'll spot it at the 19-yard line. Seals Grove will pop back out. Down 20-0 to the Southern Columbia Tigers with 3.30 to go here in the opening quarter. Shortly, we'll see if we can send it back to Sean Carey and keep an eye on other games going on around the Valley, part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Here again, 20-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Seals Grove at their own 19, first down and 10. Trying to put a drive, move the chain, use some clock here in the first quarter, down 20-0. Khan's going to get the call. Hit a wall, goes down, loss on the play. Nothing going off the left side for Joe Kahn. Now, Joe Kahn's a guy who went over 1,000 yards a year ago, so he's nobody's secret. Teams are going to pile up on the line of scrimmage and threaten the young quarterback to throw it around some. Jersey Shore did it last week, and Shock was able to do just that. But still going to have to try to run the ball. Kahn got the call there. Loss on the play is going to be a second down and long for the Seals, trailing 20-0 here in the first quarter. Long count by shot. Gets the call. Drops back. Looking over the middle. In and out of the hands of Metzger. Defended by Tillett. There was a guy underneath, too. Looked like Nylon, but falls incomplete. Third down and long. And listen, that was a perfect throw. That hit Metzger right in the chest. I just don't think he turned around fast enough. North thought maybe he was going to be the option there. Because as, as he just started bringing his head around, it hit him right in the numbers. That was, that was a perfect pass. Nikon, you got to catch again. It's a team like this. Now it's a third down and long for the Seals. Two wide receivers split to the right, one to the left. Shock drops back. Under pressure, rolling to his right, looking, trying to throw it to Kant. Almost intercepted by the linebacker on that one. Falls incomplete. It's going to be a fourth down in a punny situation for the Seals. Grove Seals, the most active guy on the field right now is Metzger from the punting chores and Nyland on the kickoff return chores for the Seals. But it's going to be a punny. Looks like they're going to put Holland back there, back there to punt this time. And actually, that was the sophomore cornerback and Jake Davis there that made that uh, almost low uh, interception grab for Southern Columbia. A line drive kick by Hollenbach is going to roll out of bounds, and we see the Fleming effect that they don't want to kick it to Garcia and Fleming rolls out of bounds. Going to give Southern great field position in Seals Grove territory at the 31-yard line. And you say the Fleming effect, but. These punts aren't even going as far as what a first down would be. You might almost be better off going for it on fourth down. At least you have the chance of uh, of, of maintaining possession. Because right now, I mean, they just they just basically gave Southern Columbia the ball back where the where the last uh, drive we, uh, <laughs> ended. So first down at ten. Garcia gets the call. That's Gage Garcia off the right side, spins inside of the thirty, down close to the twenty. Five-yard line. Looks like they'll mark it more at the, yeah, they will, right at the 27-yard line. 20 to nothing lead for the Tigers. 2.23 to go here in the opening quarter. Scoring recap so far. Fleming, seven-yard touchdown reception. Gavin Garcia ran it for 37 yards. And Gavin Garcia caught a 26-yard reception from Stone Hollenbach. Penalty against the Tigers, and it's going to drive the ball back to the 42-yard line following the penalty. And here's the thing, too. you got a lot of guys playing both ways for Seals Grove. And this defense has just been on the field the entire game. Seals Grove has yet to pick up a first down. Two backs in the backfield. Hombach turns, gives it to 
Rothamel. That's that Rotomel. Rotomel. He goes off the left side, short of the 40-yard line, back to about the original line of scrimmage. So it's going to be at the 41-yard line. It's going to be a second and long for the Tigers. Second and 19, they're calling it with two minutes to go in the opening quarter. 20-0 lead for the Tigers. And Joe Kahn, again, doing a great job. He gets off his man, and he forces the run away from where they want to go. The problem is he draws two guys blocking him, so he's not going to make the tackle, but that presence changes what they're doing. Other Seals Group defenders fly in and make the tackle. This is Gage Garcia, second level, running away from a defender. Hit, takes down, coming up is Hoover, makes the stop. Freshman making a stop on a world-class running back of the Southern Columbia Tigers, but there is a flag on the play all the way back at the line of scrimmage. We'll see what the call is here, and that's why they talk it out. Next Sunday, the Eagles will visit Tampa for a matchup with the Bucks. Its pregame starts at noon next Sunday with the kickoff at 1 o'clock on Eagle 107. Got a holding call against Southern there, so that negates a big run by Gage Garcia. And what a tackle by Hoover. Yeah. The freshman coming up from a safety. And, and you know, I've seen Teague play uh, football. I, I coached him in the Seals Grove Youth League. Um, he he is always an aggressive uh, kid, flies to the ball, was a very good running back, too, in youth football. But on defense as a linebacker, he just flew to the ball. He knew where it was at, and he hit hard. He hit with everything he had, and it hasn't changed at all now that he's a freshman. Ball back at midfield, second down, and a call on a 24 for Hollenbach and the Tigers. Hollenbach hit from behind. Fumble on the turf. Ball being kicked around. Chased by white shirts. It looked like Southern's going to be able to come up with the fumble all the way back at their own 37-yard line after the big hit by the Seals. Hey, you know, that's some life right there. And it's, it's you know, it's now third down in another area code. But give Mesker credit. Came through there, knocked the ball out. The problem is Carroll was there, number 77. I don't think he knew the ball was loose. It was like two feet behind him, and he was looking the opposite direction. And then all of a sudden he saw it, he started to go for it. The ball got kicked even further back. But Southern Columbia able to save the possession. Now here's the issue. Now here's where you're going to see Fleming. This is going to be run downfield, get enough time, throw it up in the air. And Swineford's got good height, but this this Fleming can go up and get the ball. And that's where Hollenbach's looking, a deep out pattern. Throws it out there. And almost intercepted by Swineford, defended well on Fleming, hits the turf, falls incomplete, and it's going to be a fourth down for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And that's exactly what you do. You have Fleming, you run downfield, but boy, Ben Swineford all over that. Great job of going up and saying, hey, I'm an athlete too, I got some size. And he went up and fought Julian Fleming for that ball and broke it free. Not a bad pass either there by uh, Stone Hollenbach, but Swineford, huge play there from the cornerback position. And finally, the Seals Grove defense getting a stop. And Fleming will do the punting, averaging 36 yards a punt. No pressure on him. Gets away. It's a line drive punt. Nyland goes back to pick it up at the 24-yard line. Black shirts in front of him. He slams to the turf. Good play that time on the special teams play. That's Rodermel for the Southern Columbia Tigers. But Seals Grove will take over first down and 10. They'll have it at the 20. Three-yard line trailing 20 nothing, with 31 seconds to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, nothing there for Nyla. There was absolutely nothing there. He, he almost made all three guys miss. He has got some serious agility. He's got some lateral movement. But there was enough of Garcia there, very strong young man in Garcia. He was able to wrap up Nyland and enough to get him down. Nyland had a big kickoff return against the Tigers before halftime a year ago to cut the lead to 24-21. 
This time he wasn't able to get away from the return defender. Shot shots back and he goes down quickly. Got to get rid of that one. He saw it. He saw the man streaking and he just didn't follow through. That's a, it's a young quarterback there going to learn from that, but he needed to get rid of that. You cannot take that sack. You know you're going to get hit either way, whether you throw it or not. You're, you're taking a hit there, so it's worth getting rid of. He had a streaking guy there. I felt pretty wide open in the middle, and it looked like he saw it. He pump faked on it and then took the hit. So quick release, got to get rid of that ball, but it looks like this is going to take us to the end of the first quarter. It will. It will be the end of the first quarter here from Tiger Stadium. The Southern Columbia Tigers lead 20-0 over the Sealands Grove Seals. This is Sealands Grove football presented by Sealands Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. <laughs> These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. We are Eagle 107. John Kerry with you in studio heading into the second quarter at Southern Columbia on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard currently on WKOK first quarter. Loyal Sock leading Shikalemi 7 to nothing in the Tomato Bowl in Milton tonight. Early score, Mifflinburg up 6 to nothing over the Black Panthers. And on 100.9, the Valley early on in the first quarter, Mount Carmel 6, Lewisburg nothing but tough news for Lewisburg. Dylan Farinato uh, was just put in an ambulance, a very terrible left knee injury. He is out of the game. We'll keep you posted on that as we move along tonight. Back to Pat and Ryan. Tough news to hear it at any level. High school kid, we saw Dylan Farinato week one, and what an explosive player he is. Our thoughts and prayers with him and uh, recovery at this point for him and his family. And he just committed to Davidson College, which I believe is in North Carolina, am I right? That's where Steph Curry played basketball, so that's horrible news. And uh, It's a wonderful family in the Farinato family. It's horrible news to hear. Shot gets rid of it. Catching it is four. Spun to the turf. Just short of the 25-yard line. Looks like they'll mark it right at the 25-yard line. Brett Four makes the catch for the Seals and gives them some life here. After the sack to end that first quarter, he takes out the 25 and makes it a third down and about eight for the Seals. And that was tough. That was way to hang on to the ball there because in wrestling they call that ragdolling. He got picked up by 14 there and kind of thrown, so he could have easily dropped that ball. But Brett Force showing good hands there. Big third down play here for the Seals. Trailing 20 nothing. just moved into the second quarter. Quick throw out this to Nyland. He makes the catch. Makes a man miss. Going to take it to a first down as he gets just short of the 35-yard line out to the 34-yard line. Taking at the first look at the first quarter numbers. Hollenbach, four for nine for 90 yards, two touchdowns. Gage Garcia, three carries, 22 yards. Gavin Garcia, one carry, 37 yards at a touchdown, and also a touchdown reception of 26 yards. Fleming, three catches for 64 yards. Seelands Grove did not pick up a first down. Nine yards, minus nine total yards in that first quarter. Shot gets rid of it, looking for Nyland, defended well. Shot got hit as he released it on the coverage on Nyland that time. Number 24, Cade Lynn, the junior, and now it's second down and 10 for the Seals. But that's all right. That's a quick release, a quick decision under pressure. It's going to make him a better quarterback, and he didn't take the sack. So he allows the Seals to be at a second down and 10. 
11 guys within two yards of the line of scrimmage showing blitz of the Tigers leading 20 nothing here in the second quarter shock drops back under pressure spins out of one tackle rolls to his left is going to go to the turf too much too quick Danny shot can't even get out of his drop the pressure was there three four Southern Columbia Tigers right in his face did everything he could to avoid that sack and uh, showed some athleticism did get out of it a little bit but got tripped up and that is just a tough situation there. That's not even a situation where you say you can't take the sack. He didn't even have a chance to even look at anything there. And no no option there. Huge loss there. They're saying third and ten, but it is not third and ten. The ball's <laughs> it's all the way back inside the 20-yard line. Timeout will be taken here. As the ball sits at the 17-yard line, they need to get all the way to the 44-yard line to pick up a first down and Brian, talk about it. We're, we're watching a freshman trying to grow up. Big stage here against a good Southern Columbia Tiger team. We saw what they did against Lewisburg in the first half. They kept you know, kept him down just a little bit, let him kind of feel his way through. It had a big second half for the Seals Grove Seals. And then last week, of course, we talked about it with uh, Shock 291 yards against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And a team, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, said we're going to sell out we're going to sell out and make the quarterback beat us which was even more impressive because he did just that finding his main targets two guys going over 100 yards a week ago but nylon and swineford for the seals so you know we're watching now he's dealing with this pressure and he's he's trying to grow up right in front of us Uh, yeah and and you're playing against some of the best competition he's going to play against in all four of his years so i mean you're right this is good competition tonight the pressure has gotten to him four times he's had four sacks now but we did. We saw a good performance out of him last week, and you like to see that knowing you were coming into this week three matchup that he's going to have confidence. I think he's doing a really nice job tonight. I mean, for a freshman, he's doing an amazing job, and he's going to he's going to learn from this game. And he's going to grow, and he's going to get better, and uh, he's making good decisions right now. And as this game goes on, just like the Jersey Shore game, I think we're going to see even more and more of the Seals Group team waiting to put the ball back in play here again. Seals Grove trailing 20 nothing they're gonna have to do some clock management stuff here try to figure out what's going on the clock the buck now is home for their final time in september with sacred heart on hero appreciation day bucknell football team will salute military veterans active duty servicemen and women gold star families and first responders the special bucknell tailgate show starts at 2 p.m kickoff at three with doug birdsong kevin Hur. On Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and the Sunbear Broadcasting Corporation app. Bucknell Bison football here on Eagle 107. Handoff goes to Con. Nothing there. So it's going to be a putting situation here for the Seals Grove Seals. They had a little bit of drive going, had some bright spots there. But obviously the ball went in the wrong direction, and now they have to punt this one away. Yeah, and that time they tried to do delayed draw with Con. Very safe there. See if they can't pick up some yards, get a little bit out of the end zone. But Con tripped up at the line of scrimmage for zero yards. Mesker will be doing the punting for the Seals. Good snap this time. Gets it away. It's going to be a knuckleball. Hits at the 40. Garcia runs up and is able to grab it at the 47-yard line. Up the right sideline. It'll be tackled there by number 23, Dean Hollenbach. Or Garcia might still be running. So good play that time by Hollenbach. But Garcia gives the Southern Columbia Tigers great field position as they're going to mark it inside the 40. Excuse me, inside the 35, down to the 34-yard line. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Yeah, 23 Hollenbach meets up with 23 Garcia, wraps him up, and uh, he was the last guy in the line of defense down that sideline from what I saw. 
Fleming splits to the right. He's a lone receiver in the formation. Bartomel in the backfield. Garcia to the left. Garcia to the right. Gage goes in motion. He gets the call. He's into the second level. Bounces off tackles. Throw a guy to the turf. Up the right sideline. Fleming held, but no call into the end zone. Touchdown for the Tigers. Yeah, it looked like a little bit of holding there. Make the call. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's pretty easy. You saw the cornerback trying to get away, really just backpedaling, like trying to pull away from the hands there. No call made. Easy touchdown there for Garcia after he did break a couple at the line of scrimmage. I love the effort by Joe Kahn there. Joe Kahn did not give up on that play. He chased it all the way down on pursuit angle. Just a little bit short there, though, the goal line. So Southern Columbia Tigers able to get on the board again to start this second period. The extra point is good. So at 9-19 to go in the first half, 27-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers over the Seals Grove Seals. Next week, the Seals Grove Seals return home, take on the Shikalimi Braves. Shikalimi trying to avoid a 0-3 start. They're taking on the Lance, the Loyal Sock Lancers. Seals Grove also see the Lancers and quarterback Connor Watkins and week six for the Seals, but they're a long way from that. They got tonight's game, obviously, and the next week at Chick. Then they'll take on the mighty Berwick Bulldogs before taking on the Loyal Sock Lancers after that. So a lot, a lot been happening here for this this young, inexperienced team wrapped around six seniors. Man, I mean, what a brutal schedule. <laughs> I mean, it's brutal. Hey, you know, Schick seems to be a little down right now, but I don't care. I don't care what their record is. A schick Seals grip game is always tough. And then you're talking Berwick and Loyal Sock. I mean, it is just major, major competition, good teams. Uh, this Seals Grove team has got a tough schedule in front of them. Buckberger will kick this one away. Back is Nylon and Khan. It's going to go to Nylon again. He's going to catch it at the five. Trying to get up to the right sideline. Makes one man miss and it's swallowed over by Black Church before he's able to get to the 20-yard line. So Garcia, 34-yard touchdown run. Gage Garcia had him into the mix of scoring for the Southern Columbia Tigers. A one-play drive covering that 34 yards. The extra point good with 919, 27-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. The Seals Grove offense back at it again. They'll have it deep in their own territory at the 19-yard line. First down and 10. 9-14 to go here in the first half. Two backs to each side of Chuck. Live receivers to each side. Gets the snap. It's going to go with the handoff. Khan gets the call. He's going to be stopped. Is that Hollenbach? Looks like 23 got the call that time. Get back to the original line of scrimmage. That's going to be it. So it's going to be a second down and 10. Well, I'm at Seals Grove's starting position tonight has not been good. Their best field position to start a drive has been at the 30-yard line. That was the opening kickoff. So it's just been a lot of field in front of this offense all night long. And only have had one, uh, two drives, or no, one drive so far that have resulted in a first down. We'll have a second down and a long 10 for Seals Grove. Shot drops back. He's got some time. Gets rid of it. It's picked off. Going the other way. Zach Mid, and he's going to score the touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, pressure got in there, rushed the throw. Not sure where he was going there. I saw a man a little bit deeper. That throw was awfully low if it was going to the receiver behind him. But interception right into the numbers of Zachman, you said? Mm -hmm. That was uh, right into the numbers of him. 
and they just an easy pick six there. I didn't like the hit though that was put on Shock. Unnecessary hit. You're up. Dunkelberger will attempt the extra point here. Up 33. You don't need that extra stuff. Snap's good. The kick is up. Plenty of distance up and good for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Tigers now lead 34-0 with 8.30 to go here in the first half. A week ago, the Southern Columbia Tigers, their numbers, they rushed for 130 yards against Mount Carmel. Passed for 295. They put up 425 yards on a good Mount Carmel team to win that 41-7. They only gave up 89 yards passing and 118 yards rushing a week ago. Nine first downs against Mount Carmel. Southern Columbia Tiger defense came up big, only giving up 207 total yards. There were no turnovers last week between Southern Columbia and Mount Carmel. But tonight, the... Southern Columbia Tigers get the interception by Zachman. He's able to take the pick six for a touchdown to push the lead out to 34 to nothing with 8.30 to go here in the second period. You were talking about Schick too, Ryan. It's rivalry. You know, when we get to that, it, there's no records, no nothing. It's about, you know, just coming over the river and, and, and battling between uh, a bunch of football players looking to win the big game, the big rivalry game. Khan on the return, and he's going to be hit, taken down as he crosses the 15, about the 17-yard line. And that's going to be it, 46 and on the stop for the Southern Columbia Tiger. He's been active on special teams coverage. That's Kerstetter, the sophomore, 180 pounds, makes the stop. Again, Seals Grove starting this drive on the 19-yard line for the third time tonight. They've started inside the 20-yard line. Trailing 34-0 to the Southern Columbia Tigers with 8.23 to go here in the first half. Right corner comes into for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That's Shane Miller, the senior, playing the right corner position. Shock drops back, looks, gets rid of it. Got a man, makes the catch. Outside the 20-yard line, it's about the 24-yard line. That's Swineford making the catch. About a five-yard pickup. He's sick it down in five for the Seals, trailing 34-nothing. Good look and play there. Nice route from Swineford coming back towards the sideline. And that's the first time tonight he's really been able to break free from Fleming. A nice throw from Shock. I love the fact they go right back to throwing the ball after the interception in the previous play. And he delivers a beautiful ball, and Swineford brings it in. Seals on offense here goes to Kahn off the right side. Nothing there. Be lucky to get back to the original line of scrimmage. So it's going to be a third down and medium for the Seals, trailing 34-0 here in the second quarter. 7.36 to go in the quarter. Last touchdown by Southern was a pick six by Zachman. But shot back out there again. He's got one back in the backfield with him as he's in the shotgun formation. Two wide receivers split to the left. Shock gets the call, drops back, got some time, gets rid of it, looking for Christian Cantz, unable to come up with the connection between Shock and Cantz, falls incomplete. Fourth down, punny situation here for the Seals Grove Seals. I think Cantz might have lost his footing there on his route, and he planted his foot and came out of that out route right on the first down line. He was kind of stumbling a little bit. Looked like a good throw, delivered, and Cantz was stumbling, got his hands out, tried to make the play while off balance, but unable to bring it in. So I think that was a footing thing there, just unfortunately for Seals Grove. 
Metzger punting this one away, trying to punt it away from Fleming, and he does. It travels, hits the 45-yard line, rolls to the 41-yard line, spotted down as it takes a reverse bounce to the 42-yard line. Southern will take over right there, first down and 10, leading 34-0 with 7.07 to go here in the first half. That was a great punt. That good hang time, good distance, kept it near the sideline, so Fleming would even try to go after it. He would have limited area there on the sideline, but good punt. Something Seals really needed, just some field position change, get themselves some room to work with. Hollenbach will be playing the left corner position. Hollenbach right now lined up on Fleming. This is going to go Gavin Garcia. He's going to be hitting the backfield. Still up, dragging guys around. Gets away from three tackles. Trying to take it from left to right. Up the right sideline to the 40, to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Well, the younger Gavin uh, did a great job. Gavin Garcia there breaking a bunch of tackles. Just running angry. Gets out and reverses field. Two Seals Grove guys there on pursuit. The one being Hollenbach. And he just got lit up by Julian Fleming. Fleming with a Big-time block, and that cleared the pathway for the big run. The young Garcia with his third score of the night, two of them running, one of them on a touchdown catch in the back of the end zone. He's having a a heck of a night there with the hat trick. Dunkelberger attempts the extra point is good, and you say heck of a night and uh, heck of a half. Yeah, heck of a half. True freshman. He's just like his brother. He looks a little bit smaller than what I remember his brother was as a freshman. But he's, I mean, he's built. I mean, he's built like a football player. But I think his brother had a little bit more mass to him. But, I mean, you see the way he runs. I told you before the game, stuff I had seen on him, he just runs angry. He rips through tackles. He just rips guys off like he's like he's getting swarmed by bees or something. And uh, kind of reminds me of, like, a Marion Barber that used to be a running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Just runs so hard, so angry. And uh, I believe he only had three touches, am I right? All three of them TDs? You got it. Yeah. So that's that's uh, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> and that one, I mean, the other one, he ran downfield, beautiful pass, caught it. The other one, he had some great blocking, decent run, decently easy run for him. He did cut back across the field with good vision. That one there, though, the third one, that was him. He broke a ton of tackles and, and the then just needed one there. block. Yeah. I mean, they were all over. The defense did a great job. He just fought out of it. And he ran for 58 yards for the touchdown. One play drive, extra point good with 6.51 to go here in the first half. 41 nothing lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That's the Seals Pro Ford drive summary. The kick is away. It'll be taken by Khan as he lets it roll into the end zone for the touchback. And Seals Grove will get a little field position there as they're able to get it out to the 20-yard line. Field position, obviously, Ryan, you've mentioned it's been a, a huge issue. Well, against an already very good team, but when you don't have good field position, boy, it just makes it that much more difficult. Boy, but what a smart football player Khan is. A lot of people would have tried to pick that up because it was rolling a little slower. But, man, he made the right call. I think he knew it had enough behind it to make its way into the end zone. It did, good two yards, and just a down. And nobody's got to take a hit. You don't got it where you're going to start at least the 20-yard line. I just it just heads-up play by Joe Khan in a game that's, you know, pretty much out of control right now. Is it's 41 nothing in the second half. It's going to be the mercy rule effect here, the entire second half. So, just heads up there by Joe Con. First down and ten for the Seals from the 20-yard line. Shock rolling to his right, swarmed over, will go down quickly. Get it? Look like Shock wanted to take the ball and just uh, shoot it downfield. 
hesitated because the pressure was coming. And he tried to get out around it and keep the play alive, but instead he's going to get sacked. Purcell makes the sack. The senior, 6'3", 240 pounds, took shot down, lost on the play. Second and 17 as the ball now inside of the Seals' 15-yard line. 6.22 to go in the first half. 41-0 lead for the Tigers. Handoff goes to Khan. Loss on the play back to the 10-yard line. They may spot at the 11, but still a loss on the play for the Seals. And just situation becoming ever more difficult for the Seals Grove Seals, trailing 41-0 here late in the first half. And for everyone listening at home right now, this is nothing where Seals Grove is just folding. They're doing, they're, they're fighting. I mean, the kids are playing to the whistle. They're pushing. It's just a big talented experienced football team this southern columbia football team's played 32 games in two years that's that's some people's careers con gets the call again trying to bounce at the outside gets away from one tackle being pursued by multiple defenders and coming up and laying the hit looks like it was holiday on con and con's going to get up slowly and jog back to the huddle well and holiday's got a little bit of a gimp to himself there too you know one guy on this field that you got to respect uh uh, when you're going to go head-to-head uh, uh, -head with is Joe Kahn. That is a tough dude. He's built. He's strong. He's an athlete. And you can see there, Halliday a little bit uh, maybe regretting that decision to try and match up with Joe Kahn. But he does force a punting situation here by the Seals as Metzger's standing in his own end zone. Going to get it away, kick it away from Fleming, and it's going to travel into the stands. Hit a kid. for Metzger. <laughs> Hit a kid right in the back walking by. <laughs> Shrugged it off. That could be the Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. The hitting the kid in the back. Hitting the kid in the back. The he crowd, is okay. The I mean, crowd's would, appalled right now. I think that they thought that was on purpose. That he, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's aim for the kid. Yeah. Well, when you're good, like Fleming, he's frustrated. He's not getting a chance to return it. But you can't uh, get away. It's a Fleming effect. Yeah, that is that is a Fleming effect there. Obviously, Seals Grove uh, thought about this. This is what they were going to do going into this game. They were not going to punt to Julian Fleming, and I think that is very smart. Well, it sits now at the 22-yard line. That's where it sailed out of bounds. The game manager checking the young man to make sure he is okay, and he looks like he'll be just fine. Future football player, I'm sure, for the yeah. Southern Columbia Tigers. <laughs> he shrugged it off. It yeah, didn't yeah. bother him. He's, he's off and running. Ball sits at the 22-yard line in Seals Grove territory. Southern Columbia Tigers leading 41-0 with five minutes to go here in the first half. Tonight after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region. But the Sunbury Motors game night, it's Sunbury Motors game night after the game here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. And to add to it, as you break things down, as only Zach does, Southern Columbia Tigers are averaging 17 yards per play and leading 41 to nothing with five minutes to go here in the first half. And now they have the ball at Seals Grove, 22-yard line after the punt by Metzger. In the backfield, Rodermall and Garcia. This is Gage Garcia getting the call. Bouncing off tackles at the 20 and finally met and taken down. Get Everett Thomas, the first guy in the backfield that time, and got Garcia having to go left and right, and that's key to try to be able to take down that guy. Yeah, pursuit. Everyone's flying to the ball. Make the defender uh, have to react to you. Don't you react to him. I, I love that downhill style of defense, and that's just what you got from Seelsgrove there. Flying around. Garcia made some great moves like he can, but ultimately when you got all the guys working together, they were able to swarm in and minimize the game to about two. Beckley, a corner on the left. Fleming is to the left. 
with Swineford on him. Going across the middle, thrown behind him just a bit. Falls incomplete. It'll be a third down and eight for the Southern Columbia Tigers at the Seelands Grove 20-yard line, leading 41-0 with 4.18 to go here in the first half. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a good throw behind Fleming for sure, but give credit, Seelands Grove defense there. They had a guy up top and underneath tight on Fleming. Even if he does get it out in front, that is a small window there. The Seals Grove secondary doing a great job. Linebackers even dropping in coverage there. It's a good call by Coach Hicks and a good execution by this young Seals defense. Gavin Garcia lines up in the backfield as a timeout will be taken here by the Tigers before the play clock runs out. Gives a chance to send it back to Sean Carey. Updated scores on Games going on around the Valley. Sean, uh, take it away. All right, Pat and Ryan, thanks very much on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard currently on WKOK second quarter. Loyal Sox shutting out Shikalemi 14 to nothing. Last check late first quarter, Mount Carmel leading Lewisburg 14 to nothing. Story of that game, Dylan Farinato leaving the game due to a severe knee injury. Uh, he was not taken to the hospital. Ambulance stood by, but he was on the sidelines and did not look good. Put no pressure on that leg as he was going off to the sideline, off to the sideline. Also, we got Central Columbia. They're leading Lehighton late first, 20 to nothing. Tomato Bowl and Milton Mifflinburg shutting out the Black Panthers early second, 18 to nothing. Danville leads Warrior Run in the second, 17 to six. And a pretty good ball game going back and forth between Berwick and Williamsport. Berwick up 20 to 10 in the second. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Tiger Stadium for Pat and Ryan. Thank you, Sean. As always, following the timeout, it's a third down and eight. 418 to go here in the first half. Southern leading 41-0. Southern has the ball at the Sealands Grove 20-yard line. Fleming split to the left. Hollenbach turns, gives it to the deep man. He's running over tackles inside of the 10, down to the 5-yard line. Rodermel is able to pick up the first down and more with a very powerful run. As we have first down and goal to go for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, good blocking up front. Sealands Grove met by blockers. And some guys getting arms on, but arm tackles are not going to work on these running backs, Southern Columbia. But not a bad job there with Seals Group defense. Just a very good execution from the Southern Columbia offense. They're able to get themselves about the five-yard line and set up first and goal. Rodermel alone back in the backfield. Hollenbach under center. Turns. Gives it to him. Off the right side into the end zone. Touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, well-executed play again. The hole was there. Running back hit it hard, and Southern finds himself in the end zone again for, I, be- for I believe, the seventh touchdown of the night as their PAT attempt here will make it 48 if they're able to put it through. 48 nothing with 3.45 to go here in the second quarter. Uncle Berger will attempt the extra point here, all the Zachman hole. Snaps good, holds good, kick plenty of distance up, and it is good. So add another guy, Rollermel, getting into the scoring column for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Stick around at halftime, updated scores of other games going on around the Valley, including our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Our selection for that game this week is a William, Williamsport Millionaires taking on the 2-0 Berwick Bulldogs. Berwick coming in tonight had not been scored on, outscoring their opponents 80 to nothing. A week five opponent for the Sealands Grove Seals. As Rodamel takes it in after the five-yard touchdown run, the extra point good, completing a four-play 
drive for the Southern Columbia Tigers, covering 22 yards. Just took a minute and 15 seconds. The extra point good. And the Southern Columbia Tigers now lead 48 to nothing. That's the Seals throw forward a drive summary. Brian, that's the other thing you add into it. I know we talk about it. You got a lot of people doing the damage. You got you got people all over the field for the Southern Columbia Tigers. So it's not just a Garcia show. It's not just a Fleming show. Everybody gets into the mix and have an opportunity here tonight as Rodermel takes it in for the touchdown. This kickoff here, short kick this time to the 14-yard line for Khan. Trying to get to the right sideline. Battles, it's about the 25-yard line. That's where we take it out of bounds. We have first down and 10 for the Seals Grove Seals. Trailing here with 3.38 to go here in the first half. 48 to nothing to the Tigers. And I'll tell you one thing I noticed with Southern Columbia on their kickoff, and even in their defense. When one guy gets to the ball and he makes that first contact, it is boom, boom. Number two and number three guy are in, and they just finish off every tackle. It is assisted tackle after assisted tackle. I don't know if I've seen a solo tackle yet tonight, and whether it's special teams or on defense out of the Southern Columbia defense. Shock and, sh- and the shotgun here with two wide receivers split to the left, one to the right. Waiting for the snap from Zyder. Gets it. Gives it to the lone running back in the backfield. That's Hollenbach. Trying to drag a defender to the 27-yard line. Looks like it might be short of the 27, but a good hard run by Dean Hollenbach. He'll pick up a, maybe a yard and a half for the Seals Grove running back, but it's going to be a second down and long. Yeah, nice hole there, too. Found it, hit it hard. Just uh, linebackers for Southern Columbia fly to it and limit it to a two-yard gain, but it is a positive gain. I thought the execution at the line of scrimmage was done well by the offensive line, and Hollenbach picks up a nice uh, two-yard gain. Shock gets it here. Gives it to Hollenbach again. Trying to bounce it to the outside. Trying to make a man miss so far to the right, but he's going to go backwards and stop for loss on the play. Back inside the 25-yard line. Maybe all the way back to the 23-yard line. So he tried to stretch it to the outside, but the pursuit, as you mentioned, Ryan, a lot of black shirts around the ball. Yeah, I'm going to give Hollenbach credit there. I mean, he, he could have been tackled three, four times before he eventually did get tackled. He is not giving up. He's giving everything he had there, fighting around, showing some agility and athleticism. Fortunately, does take a three- or four-yard loss there. But, hey, when you're down 48 nothing, you got to try and make something happen. And you, you, don't, you don't worry about a couple-yard loss at this point. Snap to shock. Looking, getting over the middle, looking for Metzger. Defender came over, ball hits the turf. Metzger had an opening there down the right hash. Safety came over, falls incomplete. Fourth down putting situation for the Seals. Hey, listen, I think the safety just saved a score for Southern Columbia because that ball was thrown perfect. Shock had time. Great hard route ran there by Metzger down the hash marks. And uh, the ball was there. Safety just got there in time. And I think just uh, enough, maybe even a graze, just enough to put it off a little bit. Otherwise, that looked like it was going to be a big touchdown for Seals Group. The incomplete forces the Seals into a punting situation. Metzger gets this one away. Here's a good punt. There's no return man back. So going to hit the 40 and take a good roll inside the 30 to the 20. Actually, they'll end up spotted down right at the 30-yard line. Good punt by Metzger with no return man there to receive it for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, I didn't see where Fleming was in that. He, they definitely didn't send pressure. I can't imagine they were worried about getting pressure on that punt there. But no one was back. That was bizarre. And Metzger <laughs> had it. 
Did a great job to get rid of it. It takes a great bounce for the Seals and travels down to the Southern Columbia 30-yard line. Southern leading 48-0 with 2.03 to go here in the first half. Hollenbach gives it off to Garcia. Bouncing it to the outside. Gage Garcia away from Hoover. Still going into Seals Grove territory. Met by a defender, dragging a defender, Khan down to the 35-yard line. Ryan, you talk about give credit where credit is due. Joe Khan not give it up. He's a senior. He's a leader. There's only six of them on the roster. He's the biggest factor of them all. He's still playing. Yeah, he's one of my favorite players all time and has nothing to do with his ability. has everything to do with his heart. He is a team player. That is a guy that will never get up. And the young kids around him right now in this situation, which you know is not very pleasant and fun for them, the young kids are going to learn a lot from a senior leader in Joe Kahn right now. He's going to show them that we never back down. We give it all we have, and he's doing it right now. Garcia takes it to the 34-yard line in Seals Grove territory. Turn, give it to the up man in the backfield, just short of the 30-yard line to the 31-yard line. So it's going to be a second down and six for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Harden leading 48-0 with 1-12 to go here in the first half. In no hurry are the Southern Columbia Tigers as they slowly walk up to the line of scrimmage. Fleming split far to the left, Hollenbach on him. Hollenbach takes the snap, Stone Hollenbach that is, gives it to Garcia, Gage in between the hashes, still going, dragging defenders inside the 15, down to the 13-yard line, first down pickup for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, big run up the middle, Garcia's shifty, I mean, he's more than just a power back, he's got ability to shift left and right, and with that play, it took it's about the 48, 48 second mark, so Southern will absolutely have to run another play as the play clock is down to 15. Down to 10, they're not out of the huddle yet. Quickly get up to the huddle. 30 seconds to go here in the first half. 48 nothing lead at this point for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Handoff goes to Garcia again, off the right side. Makes a man miss at the seven. Four, five, white shirts, he's still dragging towards the goal line. They're gonna say he's down just short of the end zone at the one yard line. It'll be a first down pickup, the clock will stop. <laughs> with 13 seconds to go here. And in the we first got a half. friendly clock guy next door because he let that continue to run, which was clearly a first down. Should have been stopped. The clock stops, so the ball's set. Very friendly next door. But it doesn't matter anyways. It like Southern's going to run another play. As there's six seconds left, they're going to let this one run out. And that will be the end of a first half dominated by the Southern Columbia Tigers. They will go to halftime leading 48 to nothing over the Sealands Grove Seals. Stick around. We'll give you scores and Highlights, updates of other games going on around the Valley with Sean Carey back at the studio. Also give you stats from that first half from our stat man, Zach Showers, who are analyzed that first half. And also look ahead to the Shikolimi Braves for the Seals Grove Seals as Seals will return home to Harold L. Bowling Memorial Field to take on the Braves. All that and more as we will bring you halftime after this break. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders, anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam. 
Health Center, designed with you in mind. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Eagle 107. Seals Grove Seals football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Sean Carey with you in studio. Well, there is a reason the Southern Columbia Tigers have won 60-plus regular season games and currently number one in the state in their class. Very dominating performance here in the first half as they are pitching a shutout so far this evening on the Seals Grove Seals by score 48 to nothing. As we check scores from across the central Susquehanna Valley on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Uh, currently on News Radio 1070 WKOK, they are approaching halftime there as well. Uh, you've got the Loyal Sock Lancers shutting out Shikalemi tonight uh, just outside Williamsport 21 to nothing. This was Loyal Sox. First touchdown on the night. Kevin Herb with the call on WKOK. Trips right, tight end left, shotguns. Sidecar right, back to pass. Watkins rolls out, has some time. Now the time goes away. Looks long downfield. Oh, what a great grab as he goes left. Goes over top the defender on an underthrown pass and gets it. And flags are going to fly, I think, for celebration. a celebration penalty. One of the top quarterbacks, not only in District 4, but in Pennsylvania, Connor Watkins of Loyal Sock who is now committed to go to play college for Villanova. Uh, again, they call on WKOK tonight. That's our early candidate for the Alpha Electrical Contractors electrifying call of the night. No job too big or small. They do it all at Alpha Electrical Contractors. Loyal Sock doing it up tonight, looking to go 2-1 and one on the year, leading to Overshick 21 to nothing. Again, that game on WKOK. On 100.9, the Valley, the Mount Carmel area, Red Tornadoes leading Lewisburg 21-7 to as they approach halftime. Uh, tough news tonight for Lewisburg as Dylan Farinato uh, severely hurt his knee in the first half, had put no pressure on the leg as he was taken off the field of the sideline. An ambulance was standing by, was not needed, uh, not looking good for Dylan. Looks like could be out for the remainder of the game. Keep you posted on the uh, severity of that injury and uh, how badly it is. But a very tough news for Farinato because it was barely uh, a little over 24 hours ago on social media. Farinato tweeted out that he has made a commitment, a verbal commitment to play at Davidson College in North Carolina. Yes, the same Davidson College where Steph Curry played college basketball. Other scores from across the Valley tonight in the second quarter. Williams Valley, the Vikings lead Tri-Valley 27-7. Also in the second, Central Columbia 26, Lee Heighton 7. In the Tomato Bowl in Milton at Alumni Field, Mifflinburg is shutting out the Black Panthers 26 to nothing. Early first quarter score from up in the northern tier, Tawanda leads Muncie 7 to nothing. Also in the second quarter, Danville over Warrior Run 17 to 6. At halftime in the northern tier, Montgomery and Wellsboro, the Green Hornets and Red Raiders, they are tied at 7-7. Berwick and Williamsport, they have been going back and forth tonight in Billtown. Berwick is leading the Millionaires as they approach halftime 20-17. Second quarter, Line Mountain is shutting out Halifax 7 to nothing. 
Hughesville having a tough year so far. South Williamsport opening up a can on the Spartans, 41 to nothing in the second. Another great back-and-forth game tonight at Thompson Street Stadium. Montoursville is leading Jersey Shore 17-13. to And at Kemp Memorial Stadium, it is Shemokin shutting out Central Mountain 21 to nothing. Looks like this will be the first home victory for Indians head coach Henry Hynoski before he returns to his alma mater, Southern Columbia, Shemokin at Southern, coming up next week. Here on Eagle 107 tonight, it is Southern. Those same Tigers there shutting out Seals Grove by a score of 48 to nothing. No Nate shown in the lineup tonight for Seals Grove. Uh, after a quick three and out by the Seals, the Tigers uh, very quickly put points on the board. First and goal for the Tigers. Hollabach drops back, looking left, looking for Fleming, snags it out of the air, puts the ball over the goal line, touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. He is currently the number one high school wide receiver class of 2020 in the USA, Julian Fleming of Southern Columbia, seven-yard touchdown reception. That was a two-play drive. The other play, yes, it was a reception by Julian Fleming, a 44-yard catch that set up that seven-yard touchdown. And 7 nothing in favor of Southern. Well, the Seals Grove Seals looking to get a drive going on their second possession. But unfortunately, they came up a yard short on third down. Not able to continue that drive. They had to give the ball back to the Tigers. And quickly, they put more points on the board going to double-digit lead. Man goes in motion, gets the call. Trying to pop it to the outside is Gavin Garcia. He's got the speed to the 35. Inside of a tackle to the 20, to the 15, down to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Southern Columbia Tigers. Yes. Gage's younger brother, Gavin Garcia, from 37 yards out, capping a three-play 59-yard drive and only taking 66 seconds off the clock. And we were barely four to five minutes into this contest, and Southern was up 13 to nothing. The Tigers' offensive machine continued in the first quarter. Hollenbach rolling to his left, getting over, looking straight over the middle. He's got a man deep beyond the defense, and that's Gavin Garcia making the touchdown reception in the back of the end zone for the Tigers. Second quarter, uh, second touchdown in the first quarter for Gavin Garcia. That was a 26-yard touchdown reception from Stone Hollenbach. A five-play, 47-yard drive, taking 92 seconds off the clock, and the Tigers are up 20 to nothing, and that was the score after the first quarter. Zachman with a 31-yard interception, returned for a touchdown, a pick six in the opening minutes of the second quarter. We'll have a second down and long 10 for Seals Grove. Shock drops back. He's got some time. Gets rid of it. He's picked off. Going the other way, Zachman, and he's going to score the touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Zachman from 31 for 6 with that pick 6 and making the score 34 to nothing uh, in favor of Southern Columbia. The younger Gavin, the younger Garcia, uh, Gavin pulled off a, a first half hat trick for Soco. Hollenbach right now lined up on Fleming. This is going to go Gavin Garcia. He's going to be hitting the backfield. Still up, dragging guys around. Gets away from three tackles. Trying to take it from left to right. Up the right sideline to the 40. To the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Gavin Garcia, a 50-yard touchdown run. First play of that specific drive, uh, making it 40 to nothing. And then one more touchdown uh, by Southern in the first half. Uh, Rodarmel, a five-yard touchdown run, uh, capping off a four-play 22-yard drive, taking a minute 15 off the clock. And uh, that's where we stand uh, at this point, 48 to nothing in favor of Southern Columbia. Don't forget, Seals fans, you can always listen to our games here on Eagle 107 on the radio, also online 
at eagle107.com. You can also download our free Eagle 107 app. You can go to Google Play, Apple App Store, search Eagle 107. I want to get you a highlight from tonight's uh, game at Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium at Bucknell. Uh, between the Mount Carmel area, Red Tornadoes in Lewisburg, uh, last check 21-7 in favor of Mount Carmel. Uh, the Red Tornadoes on the opening drive, able to get this score. Snap, give the airs up the middle. This time it's a little tougher going, and, but he bowls his way through into the end zone, and Green Dragons had him stopped at the line of scrimmage, but he just kept his legs going, and he bowled his way into the end zone. Yeah, he just, you know, with that formation there, again, they went strong right. Put that fullback right behind the right guard, and Ayers just followed him in. There was uh, looked like we had him stop for a minimal game, and you know the continued effort there, second effort by Ayers, takes it in the end zone from seven yards out. Greg Wetzel, Justin Michaels, with that call on one hundred point nine, the Valley first score of the night for Mount Carmel as they lead twenty one to seven as they approach halftime. Don't forget, after our Seals coverage tonight from Tiger Stadium, we'll have Sunbury Motors game night scores and highlights from across the central Susquehanna Valley. Also scheduled to join us, we'll have Cody Jared from SusquehannaValleySports.com get a report from tonight's Tomato Bowl at Alumni Field in Milton between the Black Panthers and Mifflinburg. Don't forget, tomorrow here on Eagle 107, we will be at Bucknell. I'll have a live broadcast between noon and 2. We'll have a special tailgate party from Christie. It is Hero Appreciation Day tomorrow as Bucknell takes on Sacred Heart. We'll also also have an expanded 60-minute uh, network pregame show uh, on Learfield with Kevin Hur and the voice of the Bison, Doug Birdsong. Of course, Joe Susan will join us as well uh, after the team and the coaches uh, make their way through Christie's gates and head into the stadium, a new tradition at Bucknell this season. Uh, touch a truck will be going on on the practice field. A lot going on with the families in the tailgating zone with face painting, inflatables, games, activities, and so much more. So he'll be joining us tomorrow in Lewisburg for college football at Bucknell. And, of course, the kickoff at 3. We'll have that for you here on Eagle 107 and streaming on eagle107.com. Penn State and Pitt tomorrow night at Heinz Field. Primetime action. That's on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Tailgate show at 6.30. Kickoff just after 8 with Steve Jones, Jack Ham. Derek Williams and Roger Corey and the Pittsburgh Steelers minus Le'Veon Bell on Sunday will be in Cleveland to start their season against the Browns. Airtime will be at 11 a.m. kickoff at 1. Pittsburgh Steelers all season long on 100.9 The Valley. Halftime from Elysburg at Tiger Stadium at Jim Roth Field. Tigers 48, Seals nothing. Get your first half stats and head into the second half with Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt, and Zach Showers as we continue Seals football presented by Seals Grow Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Jason Horowitz here with NFL Media Senior Fantasy Analyst Michael Fabiano as we get you set for the start of the 2018 NFL season. And let's start with quarterbacks. A lot of new teams rolling out with a new guy or they've got their quarterback back from injury. What quarterbacks in that category are reliable options for fantasy owners? Well, the first guy that comes to mind is Deshaun Watson, who averaged over 27 fantasy points a game in his six starts last year. He is going to be a potential top five fantasy quarterback. Andrew Luck is back and. He really helps deepen the quarterback position. I see him as a top 10 fantasy quarterback. He also, of course, helps everyone around him in that Colts offense. Patrick Mahomes may not have a great matchup in week one, but season long, there's a lot of potential for him to put up very good numbers in an offense that has a whole lot of weapons. And, of course, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, he makes that entire offense better, so you can expect big numbers from Stephon Diggs. Dalvin Cook, and Adam Thielen. All right, and they get going as well. What wide receivers? You just mentioned some that had good years last year, but how about bounce-back years? Uh, what wide receivers do you like in 2018? 
Allen Robinson missed most of last year with a knee injury. You would expect him to see a lot of targets in Chicago, so he should bounce back. Amari Cooper, I think he bounces back under John Gruden. Michael Crabtree, I see Emmanuel Sanders bouncing back. And a name to remember is Corey Davis in Tennessee. Missed a lot of last year as a rookie due to injuries, but he should be the number one target in that Titans pass attack for Marcus Mariota. And they open up in Miami against the Dolphins. Uh, What wide receiver should fantasy owners stay away from uh, who had good years last year? Jarvis Landry, 161 targets last year, nine touchdowns. I don't think he equals those totals. Same thing with Brandon Cooks. I would expect there to be some regression in terms of his overall stats in 2018. Michael Fabiano, every single week with us here on Westwood One. And for more from Mike, log on to NFL.com slash fantasy. Happy week one, Mike. You too, my friend. Take care. I'm Jason Horowitz. Westwood One Sports. Most of us will need to hire an attorney this week. But for a few of us, something has happened in our lives. And before we can go any further, we need to get sound legal advice. Slavinsky Law Offices can give you options. For over 40 years, they have successfully represented individuals in criminal, DUI, family law, and estate planning. They care what happens to you, and they have the experience to win the toughest cases on your behalf. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575, or on the web at slivlaw.com. Don't go back to school without the one supply that'll keep your coursework moving. Service Electric Cablevision High Speed Internet. SECV Internet always makes the grade with unrivaled speed and reliability. It's the perfect Wi-Fi solution for the whole family to share. No matter how many devices you connect, simultaneously search, stream, download, and gain instant access to everything you need to get ahead and complete your assignments. Plus, bundle SCCV Internet with TV and phone and save. Learn faster. Surf smarter. Visit sccv.com slash internet today. Seawans Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seawans Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child, and Seawans Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all Seals throughout your career from Seawans Grove Ford at the bridge in Seawans Grove. Go Seals! This Zigo 107. Welcome back to Tiger Stadium here at halftime on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Taking a look at the numbers from the first half. Thanks to our stat man, Zach Showers. Again, a 48-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Southern was able to get out three scores in the first quarter and four in the second quarter to race out to the 48-0 lead. The numbers look like this. Seals Grove got one first down in that first half by Southern ended up with 12. Rushing department, 238 yards for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Seals Grove minus 53 yards rushing. In the passing department, Southern Columbia 90, Seals Grove just 38. So total yards in that first half, Seals Grove minus 15 the Southern Columbia Tigers, 328 penalties. One for the Seals, two for the Tigers. Turnovers, one interception by the Seals Grove Seals. The only turnover on the game, and that was a pick six for a touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Look at individual numbers. First for Stone Hollenbach and the Southern Columbia Tigers individually. He was four for six, 90 yards, two touchdowns. Receiving department, Fleming, three catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown. Gavin Garcia has the other touchdown from Hollenbach, came from 26 yards out. In the rushing department, Gage Garcia, eight carries, 123 yards and a touchdown. 
Gavin Garcia, two carries, 95 yards, two touchdowns for the freshman running back. And Rottermall, five carries, 33 yards, and a touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. For the Seals Grove Seals, first from rushing department, Con seven carries, minus six yards. Shock, seven carries, minus 45 yards. And all that has to do with sacks here tonight. Southern Columbia Tigers had at least four sacks in the first half on the freshman quarterback. Hollenbach, three carries, minus two yards for the Seals Grove Seals. Danny Schock, five for 12, 38 yards, and an interception for the Seals offensively. His receiver, Kansas, two catches for 12 yards. Brett Four has a catch for 12 yards. Nyland, one for nine yards. And Swineford, just one catch in that first half for five yards. Again, total yards in that first half. Seals Grove just at minus 15. And Southern Columbia Tigers, 328. Seals Grove's longest rush is just two yards on the night. 11 of the 17 rushes have been for negative yards for the Seals Grove Seals. Brian, we talk a lot about the, the character of these guys we see for the Seals Grove Seals, and we're always amazed by how guys continue to fight. We talked about that with seniors. And you think about a guy like Swineford, had a real nice play on the Julian Fleming on a long pass play. Also, you see Joe Kahn and a guy like Ziders, but huge test here in the second half. To continue to fight, you're down 48 nothing, but to continue to fight, and to be able to gain some positives out of this in the second half. This second half is a program half. These seniors are going to teach right now. And they're not going to teach with their words. They're going to teach with their effort. And no doubt in my mind, when I think about the guys, some of these guys, this team, they're just not going to give up. This is a, a young Seals group team. I know we say that. Not a whole bunch of experience. But they're also dealing with some injuries to some very key players. And tonight they're going up against a very good football team. It has been tough. We have had a few things, you know, to you look at and smile, and and, and you just got to keep looking for those. You got to keep working for some positive things because it's a whole season. This isn't the end of the season for the Seals Grove Seals. The good news is you'll never see this team again, not this year. So uh, you you just try and find bright spots in this. Uh, a lot of class there from Southern and, and their coaching staff with Roth. They're not putting a punt guy back, not making it a short field. Because if they would have put a punt guy back there, get some kind of return it would have been a short field and they would have scored again before the half they could have easily with 45 seconds left ran two more plays and and put the ball in the end zone and they didn't do it they could have easily lined up inside the five yard line there before halftime and and had all the time in the world to punch another score in and they didn't do it and i'm not using the word mercy i'm going to use the word class and that's what both these uh, teams are showing right now and and uh, Seals are just going to come out here and have fun. This is what it's about. Kids going out, learning something. You can learn something from a tough loss. Actually, you probably learn your, the most about yourself in this situation right here. And I know that Seals Grove coaching staff is preaching that same message right now. And Seals Grove will kick this one away as we wrap up halftime here from Tiger Stadium. Seals Grove trailing 48 to nothing to the Southern Columbia Tigers. Swift kick this time be taken by Gage Garcia at the 15. He's at the 20, 25, 30. A lot of open room in front of him. Fleming throwing a good block as Garcia crosses into Seals Grove territory down to the 48-yard line. The kicker was able to make the stop on Garcia, but just like that, Southern Columbia Tigers will start the second half. Great field position at the Seals Grove 48-yard line. Speaking of 48, 
That's the lead right now. 48-0 for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Oh, please tell me you have a number 14 on your roster sheet for us because that was, hey, listen, when credit's due in a game like this, that was a big hit to take on the big back there. 14 for Seals Group, wherever you are, that was a nice hit. Look at three rosters, no 14 on any of the rosters. This one's going to go to the lone back in the backfield. And let's look, number 25 is that Gedman. He gets the call off the right side, able to take it just short of the 45-yard line. Look like they'll mark it at the, just about the 45. So it'll be a pickup of three, second down and seven for the Southern Columbia Tigers. If we see new numbers, new names, we'll get them on both sides. Again, 48 nothing lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And, and a nice start here for Seals Grove defense. Came out, swarmed the ball, high energy, big hits wrapped up and brought the guy down. So I like what I saw here in that first play. Everett Thomas, the nose guard. Carroll on the one side. Zyder's on the other up front for the Seals Grove Seals. Blitz coming. Quick handoff this time. Goes off the left. And that's Heim. And he's going to cross the 45-yard line down to the 43-yard line. So it's going to be a third down immediate for the Southern Columbia Tigers after the run that time. Seals Grove trying to stop the Southern Columbia Tigers here, trying to force a potential punting situation, see if they can't get the ball back to freshman quarterback in the Seals offense. Yeah, nice run play there by Southern. Seals Grove met it, limited the gain. Guys gang tackling again here, coming out with high energy of the Seals Grove defense. One wide receiver split to the left, Schaefer showing blitz. Handoff goes off to the right this time. Again, it's going to be given to number 25, that's Gidman. And he's inside the 40 to the 39-yard line to be a short of a first down, but could be four-down territory. Nope, look like they'll jog Fleming out and put this one away. And that was a great play by the defense there because that guy had a head of steam, heading and he's, what, a yard short. He got met there. I believe that was by Teague Hoover and 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 got popped and stopped right there. I mean, literally a half a yard short of the first down. Joe Conn again forcing everything back inside. He does an amazing job at containment. That is a very unselfish thing to do as a football player is to stay where you're supposed to stay. Don't get, don't get caught chasing and just do the containment. And Joe Conn's the best at that. Fleming punts this away, a high, booming punt. Hits at the six-yard line, and it's going to be spotted down there by the Southern Columbia Tigers and taken over first down and 10 for the Seals. Deep in their own territory, trailing 48-0 with 9.34 to go here in the third period. Uh, that was a great punt, and it worked out great for Seals. The ball hit off the moon and went back another 5-10 yards. So Seals Grove got better. <laughs> it's like when Dallas, how many punch you get that the whole guy no, goes ooh. No. Well, you remember the Dallas Cowboys when they opened up their stadium? They were talking about that big thing, and everyone's like, "Hey, because some of these punts hit it." And that punter went out and he hit it the first punt at the new Dallas Cowboys stadium. That one would have hit that. <laughs> but Penn Seals grow deeper in their own territory, trailing forty-eight nothing here in the third period. Their first offensive possession to start the second half after the defense got the stop. Break it out. It's Khan. Khan at the 20, 25. Being chased from behind and finally tackled close to the 33-yard line. Best run, best offensive play on the night for the Seals Grove Seals. Able to pick up a first down, which ties the amount of first downs in that first half. Uh, Joe Khan, nice run there. He was originally coming hard off the edge. Showed some shiftiness, kicked it out, put in the speed. And what I like best is, and this is how you know he's a smart football player, is he's running, he shifts the ball from his inside hand to his outside hand. Just everything, the focus still there for Joe Kahn. Shotgun formation for the Seals. Two wide receivers split to the right. Swineford, the lone wide receiver on the left. 
Going to go to Khan again. Trying to bounce it to the outside. Got a man pursuing him. Cuts it underneath the defender. Able to pick up positive yards. It looked like he wasn't going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Looked like we'll get one. They'll be second down and nine after the one-yard pickup by Joe Khan of the Seals. A very tough half yard there for Joe Khan to a yard. But he made a lot of things happen there just to pick up that yard. Great effort. Schaefer on the left tackle position. Everett Thomas, the left guard. Ziders playing the center to start the second half. On the second down and long play for the Seals. Trailing 48-0. Quick throw this time over the middle. And that was intended for four. And a flag's going to be thrown by the back judge. And he's going to call the penalty on the Southern Columbia Tigers as Shock was looking for four. I was wondering when that was going to happen. <laughs> you know, funny story about the flags. I was looking at for the field there. Penn State, when they played Appalachian State last week, Appalachian State, all the football players had yellow shoes. I kept thinking I saw flags getting <laughs> thrown on the ground. And I'm like, oh, we got a flag here. And then I'm like, I guess maybe not. But here I was looking for the flag. It reminded me of that. Came in late. Clear pass interference is four. Try to go across the middle. And it'll give the Seals a first down all the way out to midfield. So their best drive of the night to start the second half. As they get all the way out to the 50-yard line. 48-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers here in the third period. First offensive possession of the second half for the Seals. Shot gets the call. He's going to keep it. Off the left. He's got some room. Showing some good speed as he takes it inside of the 40-yard line down to the 30 Eight-yard line, 12-yard pickup by the freshman on a designed run. Oh, get down, big boy. <laughs> Just get down. He ran so hard there, and when he saw the contact coming, he was not sliding. He was going to bull that guy over and did get the extra yards because of it. But, oh, man, there's a lot of season left right now. Let's just stay healthy here. Play smart. Ryan Allman playing the right guard position along with number 59, and that's Nick Klein playing the right tackle. Straight up the middle this time for the Seals. Tackle that time by Kearney. By Kearney makes the stop. About a yard pickup. We'll give him two, maybe. It'll be a second down and eight for the Seals. Backside A gap there for Joe Kahn. Hits it hard and picks up the long two, pushing three yards. Seals go up in southern territory, trailing 48-0. Our mercy rule here in the second half. Shot gets the snap. He's going to pass this time. He's got some time. Looking for Swifert on the slant. It's going to make the catch at the 22. Drag defender inside the 20. Down to about the 18-yard line. Defending that time for the Tigers was Ziegler. Nick Ziegler, the sophomore, 5'6", and 130 pounds. And that's a repetition throw there. That was beautifully set up because where he threw the ball was to a spot. So the timing's got to be on. It almost looks like the safety there is going to get the interception. But the last moment, you got Swineford cutting across. Perfect throw. Hit him right in the hands and the, the face mask. Nice catch by Swineford. Big, big pickup for the Seals Grove offense. First down and 10 from the 19 in Southern Territory for the Seals. Is going to go to Khan. Trying to go straight up the middle. Nothing there. Blown up by a group of Southern Columbia Tiger defenders. Lucky to get back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be a second down and 10 for the Seals, trailing 48-0 here in the third. First time tonight, though, for Seals Grove in the red zone. So they would love to take advantage of this opportunity. Trips to the, excuse me, two wide receivers to the left. One to the right for this second down and 10 play. Shock drops back, looking for Swinefort over his head, falls incomplete. Lucky wasn't intercepted that time. A little high, got away from him. That's going to bring up a third down and 10 for the Seals. 
I almost wonder if that was supposed to be a go route because Danny Shock put a little bit of a shoulder pump into that, which would mean the receiver on the out pattern would cut downfield. looked like Danny was trying to place it a little deeper, but Swineford being so tall, he was able to get a mid on it anyways and almost made the catch. Four down territory for the Seals. They have a third down and ten. Shock drops back, getting some pressure over the middle, looking for Metzger, thrown behind him, falls incomplete. Defended well out there, number 42 on the coverage for the Tigers, and it's Kearney. Wow, Metzger had his man beat. Shock just off, just didn't have enough on it there. And um, Metzger unable to get the catch, but had a nice route. Definitely had his man beat streaking down the, down the middle of the field. Brian, each quarter we talk about candidates for the Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game here in the third quarter. We'll be continuing to do that. Even though the Seals trail 48-0, they're still fine. A candidate for the Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shot gets rid of it. Look on the slant to Swineford. Tipped by a defender. Falls incomplete. And it'll turn the ball over on downs. Back to the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, pressure got in right away. Shock knew he was going to get hit. Stepped into it anyways. Delivered a nice throw, but there was a deflection there at the line of scrimmage. And once the, once the defense gets anything on it, it it's fair game. Smart uh, heads-up play there by Southern Columbia defender to hit the receiver. Still, Swiper showing strength. He took the hit and still fought to try and get that ball and almost came up with the catch. So first down and 10 for the Tigers, continuing to bring in some backup players here, try to get names and numbers for both teams. Showing blitz for the Seals. Tigers run the ball straight up the middle. Giuseppe got in the backfield for Ferraro. Got to the running back to change his direction, and then other white shirts got in and helped to finish off the play. Nice job that time by the Seals' defense. Looked like Bastion was able to get in the backfield. See Meckley in there, number 85, also into the game for the Seals. Grow Seals up front, number 71, and that's Michael Hayes. Number 62 in the ballgame for the Seals, and that's... Damian Catherman, the freshman. Beckley will play the left corner position. Handoff goes to the deep man, trying to bounce to the outside, underneath the defender, still running. Finally, will be tackled as he crosses the 25-yard line. And that's Teague Hoover. Teague Hoover comes up from his safety position and makes the stop. Yeah, Teague sees it, reacts to the run. Ball crosses the line of scrimmage. That's his go. Once that ball gets across the line of scrimmage, he no longer has to worry about the pass. And Teague flies to the ball there, making a big hit. And also number 85 there, Travis Meckley, helping him out to finish it off. Into the game, number 89, Colton Hoover for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals trail 48-0 to the Tigers here in the third period. Deep man gets the call again. Takes one defender, but Hoover comes up, is able to make the stop right at the yard marker, and they're going to say it's enough for a Southern Columbia Tiger first down. I like the way Colton Hoover flew to the ball there. I mean, that boy was running hard and fast. Big hit. Not able to get the tackle, but definitely knocked the the running back back a little bit. Other defenders come in then to help finish it off, but just enough for the first down. But Colton Hoover, wow, that was was nice. Welcome to the game. (laughs) Isaiah Showers, number 10, into the game for the Seals here defensively. Seals trail 48-0. It's a Running clock here. Mercy rule. Southern Columbia Tigers leading here in the third period. Turn. Gives it a deep man again. It's got room off the left side. Into the secondary. Hoover's going to make the touchdown saving tackle all the way out to the 48-yard line. As McCormick was able to find room off that left side. And Hoover, again, comes up. He's going to 
add up his tackles here in this third period defensively for the Seals. They're going to take bring this one back. There's a flag on the play that'll go against the Southern Columbia Tigers. You know, Pat, a game like this too, it's still important here, you know, and you know, you know, the game's out of hand right now. I mean, it's well in, in control for the Southern Columbia Tigers, but you're getting a lot of guys' experience right now. You know, you're getting guys that you might need to step up as the season comes on, as you as you call for more depth as the wear and tear of the season comes. And uh, moments like this, even though this game is done, you are building for the future success here, and, and you, it's good to see these kids out here playing hard. The deep man gets the call again. Ferraro in on the stop there. Got a host of guys involved. Also number 50 on the stop, and that's Nicholas Young. Got in there and was able to mix things up some. 61's in the ball game for the Seals. That's Cam Fogarty. Oh, Cam's in the game. Cam Fogarty in the uh, ball game, number 61. Heather, if you're listening, Cam is in the game making a difference. Heather is Cam's mom. Cam is the brother of Dylan Fogarty, a former Seals Grove Seal, graduated two, three years ago. And they listen to our podcast that you can find online, and they love it. They're so happy about it, as many Seals fans are. Well, McCormick blast off to the left side, and another new number makes a big hit. Oscar Machoro, the junior, 5'10", 168 pounds, makes the stop from his linebacker position. Because McCormick had some room, but... Picharo was able to get there, makes the tackle just outside the 35-yard line to 37-yard line, short of a first down. It'll be a third down and short for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Tigers lead 48-0 with just 39 seconds to go here in the third period. Deep man gets the call again. Heim, he's got room into the secondary, up the right sideline, being chased by one defender for the Seals. Hollenbach's going to get to him. No give up on the ball. As the ball hits the turf, but he was down. Ryan, you're looking to give guys credit at a 48 to nothing setback by the Seals here. Hollenbach, no give up. Got there, saving tackle. Seals trailing 48 nothing, but he doesn't care. Hollenbach, give a lot of credit for the play there. He covered the entire width of the field, too. He was opposite of that. That is Hart right there. That's a young man in Hollenbach. Again, you, you know, you got some of these uh, juniors in the game and then sophomores in the game, but. Hollenbach is out there playing his butt off. That was a saving tackle there for him. And with that saving tackle, that ends the third period with the score. The Southern Columbia Tigers leading 48-0. We'll go to the fourth quarter. This is Seals Grove Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Eagle107.com. Next Sunday, the Eagles visit Tampa for a matchup with the Bucks. The pregame starts at noon next Sunday with the kickoff at 1 on Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals football here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Moving to the fourth quarter, Seals trailing 48 to nothing. All the scoring for Southern coming in the first half. Fleming started off with a seven-yard reception. 
Gavin Garcia ran 37 yards for a TD, and he called a 26-yard touchdown reception, 20-nothing lead at the end of the first quarter for the Tigers. Gage Garcia got in the scoring column, 34-yard run, 27-nothing at that point. Zachman made a 31-yard TD interception return to push the lead to 34-0. Gavin Garcia scored on a 58-yard run, and Rodermo scoring as well. 48-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Fumble on the play. And there's a fumble, and it's going to be picked up by the Seals Grove defense. They get the ball right back to start the fourth quarter. Just a quick handoff there, and a Seals Grove linebacker. I didn't get the number. I got a glare here in this window. Well, give Hollenbach another yeah. credit there. Yeah. So you get the ball back, get out of the end touchdown saving tackle. That extra effort that he gave is the reason why there was another play. And linebacker came in, just pump, punched that ball out. And uh, it looked like a herd of Seals Grove Seals jumped on the ball there. So big play by Hollenbach and the Seals Grove defense to set up even the opportunity of forcing that fumble. Trying to see if that's Corey Bastian checking in, playing the quarterback position for the Seals. It is. Gives it to the lone back in the backfield. That's Hollenbach. Shake it off a defender. Still dragging a guy beyond the 15, out close to the 17-yard line. Tackle that time by number 61 for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And that is Nick Miner. He's a sophomore 5'9", 185-pound defender for the Southern Columbia Tigers. So it'll be a pickup about five second down and medium here for the Seals Grove Seals trailing 48-0, 11-21 to go in the game. Give it to Hollenbach again, into the secondary, showing some speed. Trying to run away from a defender at midfield. Caught from behind, but he's able to take it to the Southern Columbia Tiger 47-yard line. Saving the touchdown run that time was number 12, Purcell, the junior for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, it was a shoestring tackle. Uh, Hollenbach is going to take it to the house there. And, you know, you wonder if he didn't have to chase down on that last <laughs> defense possession, if he might add a little extra oomph, as you would say, uh, to get that touchdown. But great effort there by Hollenbach. Good job by the offensive line, too, creating that hole. Kissingert splits to the right, but this is going to go to Hollenbach. But a quick tackle in the backfield, nowhere to go. That time stopped by Wortman, Derek Wortman, the sophomore for the Tigers. Loss of the play of a couple for the Seals. It'll sit at the Southern 49-yard line as they'll put two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. As Showers is alone back in the backfield with Coy Bastion. Ryan talked about the Seals Grove team, just six seniors, 16 juniors, 18 sophomores, 15 freshmen on the roster for the Seals. Dropping back is Bastion. Look at the pass over the middle. It's got a man open. He's looking for Metzger. Open there for a second. The defender, Yoder, coming in on him, but missed opportunity there. Good looking throw that time by Corey Bastion. Oh, yeah, strong arm there. Nice, tight, hard spiral. Just a little too far out in front, but Bastion showing some arm strength there. So third down and about 12 for the Seals, trailing 48-0, 9.40 to go in the game. Mercy rule at this point. Clock continues to run. Christian can't split to the right. Two receivers to the left. Bastion drops back again. He's got plenty of time. Now he's rolling to his right. He's going to look to take off. Does. 45. Gets to the 40. Looking for a block from Metzger. Fortunate that he did get called for a block in the back there. It's, was able to get Bastion a few more yards. He'll mark it at the 34-yard line. First down at 10 for the Seals. Uh, Bastion showing you some of his athletic ability there. He can run. Looks good running with the ball, too. Get, makes a decision. Gets out around the edge and just takes off. Got a little shiftiness to him, too, as he runs. 
first down and 10 for the Seals. Trailing 48-0. They have it at the Southern Columbia Tiger 34-yard line. First down and 10. Cancelone receiver on the right, but this is going to go to Showers. Isaiah Showers gets the call. Picks up a first down inside the 25, close to the 22-yard line that time for the Seals. Good job up front once again. Zyder stays in her center. Everett Thomas, the guard. Also see Schaefer still in the ball game with Ryan Allman trying to get this offensive line the work they need. They know this is the vital piece because also in the game still is Nick Klein. That's starting offensive line for the Seals Grove Seals. First down and 10 just outside of the 20-yard line in Tiger territory for the Seals. Bastion on design run off the right side. Gets a good block. Almost gets away from one more defender. Take it to the 17-yard line. Decent pickup that time by Bastion. Second down, medium. Isaiah Showers, number 10. Big-time block. Hit a Southern Columbia linebacker and just sent him flying. Bastion would have got away from that shoestring tackle. He was in the end zone with that block from Isaiah Showers. Showers will come back. Will come out. Number 23, Hollenbach checks in for the Seals. Four is in the slot on the left. This is going to go to Hollenbach. Hit in the backfield. Nothing there, and he'll go down. He'll be knocked outside of the 20-yard line, about back to the original line of scrimmage, about the 22, where this possession started. So it's just like it's going to be a third down and 10 for the Seals. I think he had a chance to kick a field goal. Just a rule kick a field goal. You got to be able to work on You might need it down the road. Yeah. Put some points on the board. He already has a 33-yard field goal to his credit this year but right now it's a third down and 10 for the seals bastion rolling to his left being chased from behind looking looking gets rid of it he's got a man right at the first down marker incomplete though intended for four falls incomplete and now we have a fourth down and see if they even consider maybe sending kyle rule to kick a field goal here uh, i'll tell you Doesn't what my like opinion it. that that pass play there is the toughest pass play for a quarterback right-handed quarterback rolling to his left thrown across the body. Yeah, it's very difficult. Bastion did a nice job, though, putting in a spot where the receiver could have came up with it at the sideline, but just not enough hands on the ball to bring it in. 48 nothing lead for the Tigers. 6.30 to go here in the ball game. Bastion drops back on fourth down and 10, rolling to his left, getting some pressure, and it's going to be caught from behind. Turnover on downs. Back to the Southern Columbia Tiger offense. Schultz, Keegan Schultz, the sophomore, 5'6", 145 pounds gets to Coy Bastion to turn the ball over on downs. Ah, nice job there, offensive line, buying some time. Bastion buys some more time by rolling out of the pocket. Just nobody able to get free downfield. Bastion had no one to throw to, and he kept it as alive as long as he could, but ends up taking a sack. Coming up after the game, stick around. We'll have interviews with the players, with Coach Derek Kicks, and it's all part of the Service Electric Cablevision postgame show here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Back goes off to the left. McCormick spins out of two tackles, but could keep his balance. Falls to the turf, the 33-yard line. Pick up about six. It'll be a second down and four for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Coming to the game, Nick Ziegler, the sophomore, number 24, the Southern Columbia Tigers. See number nine into the game for the Seals Grove Seals. He's lined up on the right side. That's Nate Heckenberger, the, soft, the freshman on the right side linebacker. Second down play here for Southern. Turn, give it to McCormick off the right side, trying to bounce it to the outside. Gets away from 
one tackle and then spun to the turf. That Tegan Hoover coming up and making another stop. He continues to add to his tackle total here on the night. I see Hoover in the ball game number one. It's Joey Hoover. He'll be playing on the right side all by himself because that's Hoover Island. Island. Yeah. <laughs> number 50 into the game for the Seals Grove Seals as well. And that's, again, Nicholas Young. He's lined up at linebacker position. Third down is short for the Tigers. Deep back. Gets the call. First down pickup. Crosses the 40-yard line. Ball hits the turf. Scramble for it. See what happens here. And it's going to be yep. Seals Grove ball. Another fumble in the play. And Seals Grove's defense comes away with it. Well, initial contact comes on the running back. Marienbach sticks with it. Keeps fighting, churning his feet, but didn't secure the ball. Another Seals Grove defender came through and knocked it free. And Seals was able to get the ball back. The second turnover here they forced here in the second half. Tonight after the game, join Sean Carey for scores and highlights from across the region and also including the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Week. All part of Seals Game Night with Sean Carey here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. First down and 10 for the Seals after the fumble recovery. Bastion. It's a keeper. Looking for a block by Hollenbach. Gets one. Up the left sideline. Still going. It's going to be bounced out of bounds. Short of the 45-yard line. And one program note. To, if you're trying to listen to Seals game night tonight after the game, it's on Eagle 107. Of course, it's on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app as well. That's Seals game night with Sean Carey after the game here on Eagle 107. Second down play here. Handoff goes to Hollenbach. He's got a first down. Falls to about the 30-yard line with the help from a southern defender. Then where they mark it, looked like they'll mark it at the 31-yard line, but it will be enough for a Seelands Grove first down to move the chains and keep the ball. Clock continues to run. 48-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers with 3.30 and counting to go in the ballgame. So first down and 10. This is going to be Isaiah Showers bounce off one would-be tackler to try to get to the 30-yard line. He'll get back to the original line of scrimmage. That's going to be it. It'll be a second down and 10 for the Seals. Again. It's hard to do it again. So it'll be a second down and 10 for the Seals. Stop and play here for the Seals Grove Seals. It's not this. So second down and 10 for the Seals. Coy Bastion stays at a quarterback. He's going to throw. Quick hitter here. Throws it out there. Is that Kissinger making the catch on the near side here? He does. He's just a sophomore. Good size from number 19 for the Seals at 5'11". Good target for Coy Bastion, able to find him short of a first down. It'll be a third down play here. Oh, 
Boybashian rolling to his left, looking, looking, gets rid of it. It's got a man. That's four, making a catch. Tiptoes the sideline at the 11-yard line. That'll be enough for a first down for the Seals Grove Seals. Two minutes, 18 seconds to go in the ball game. Seals Grove trailing 48 nothing. They'll drop to one and two on the season. Send up a big matchup at home next week against the Shikalemi Braves. At last we saw Shikalemi trailing and trying to avoid going to 0 and 3 are the Shikalemi Braves. But it'll be a rivalry game next week between these two teams. Isaiah Shower gets the call off the left side, met by Blackshirt, still going, and they blow the whistle. He was fighting and twisting and turning. They blew the whistle. This will be a big loss on the play for the Seals Grove Seals. So second down and long. Just 134 to go in this one. This one was decided in that first half. An explosive first half by the Southern Columbia Tigers will go to 3-0 on the season. Smoking up next for the Tigers. Bastion rolling to his right. Looking deep in the end zone for four overthrows. of falls incomplete. And it'll be a third down play here. Third down and about 15 to go for the Seals to pick up the first down. All our updated scores, of course, are brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota. We call it the out-of-town scoreboard. And we give that to you throughout the game. Send it back to Sean Carey at times. It gives you updated scores of everything going on around the valley. Nobody does it quite like Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Third down play here. Bastion in the pocket. looking, going over the middle. Looking for Metzger in the end zone. Did he make the catch? Nope. Incomplete. Laid himself out trying to make the catch, but it falls incomplete. Good opportunity that time. Bastion had Metzger unable to make the connection. So we'll bring up a fourth down and just 25 seconds to go. Tends to be the last play of the game. Week three between these two teams. First time they played week somewhere in the middle of the season in years. This one will go to the Southern Columbia Tigers. Bastion deep in the end zone. Overthrows his intended receiver. Going to turn the ball over on downs. And this will be a shutout by the Southern Columbia Tigers. Ovation by the Southern Columbia Tiger faithful for the shutout as the clock goes to 0-0-0 and a win for the Tigers. Again, stick around as we'll be bringing you the Surface Electric postgame show. We'll give you interviews with Coach Derek Hicks. Also, players from down on the field as Ryan makes his way there. Also, stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. Updated scores from Sean Carey of games going on around the Valley, including our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week, which was the Williams-Sport-Berwick game. The last check, it was a good game going on between those teams. Berwick is a Week 5 opponent of the Seals Grove Seals. Berwick came in tonight outscoring their opponents 80-0. to zero. So we'll get updated scores on that one as, that, as well. As Ryan... Taking a peek to see if Derek will walk his way over. And if he doesn't, we'll obviously want to take a break here and uh, come back and give you the service electric cable postgame show for you. So let's do that. 48-0 win for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Step aside. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. 
To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shamoka Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Hi, I'm Jace Brandt. When my father, Ryan Brandt, isn't calling Seals Grill football games, his company, Alpha Electrical Contractors, can serve your electrical needs. Alpha Electrical can wire your dream home, build a new service for your upgrade, or fix that flickering light. Alpha Electrical will even hang your flat screen TV for nearly half the price the department stores charge. No job too big or small, Alpha Electrical will do it all. Call Alpha Electrical at 570-898-3099. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. It's time for the SEALs Post Game Show, sponsored by Service Electric Cable Vision. Once again, here are Pan O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome to the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. As Derek Hicks huddles his guys up after falling to the Southern Columbia Tigers 48 to nothing. Look at the scoring recap in this one as the Seals Grove Seals unable to make that last connection to possibly put points on the board, but they do fall short. 48-0. It was 20-0 at the end of the first quarter, 48-0 at halftime. And again, that would be all the scoring in this one as the Seals Grove Seals lose 48-0. Still looking down on the field, and Ryan's down there, but Derek's still speaking to his team, so we'll... Send it back to Sean, get some uh, scores going on around the valley, and then come back and check in with Coach Derek Hicks and some players from down on the field. Sean? All right, Pat, thanks very much. On our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard heading into the fourth quarter on News Radio 1070 WKOK, Loyal Sock is shutting out Shikalemi 35 to nothing in the third quarter on 100.9 the valley. The Mount Carmel area red tornadoes up 27 to 14 over Lewisburg. Out of the crushing news tonight for the Green Dragons, Dylan Farinato with a severe injury, uh, severe knee injury. Uh, last check was seen on crutches and a brace on his left knee. Fourth quarter, Williams Valley is leading Tri Valley 40 to 14 in the third. Central Columbia, the Blue Jays big 42 7 over Lee Heighton. Tomato Bowl early fourth quarter, Mifflinburg shutting out Milton 28 to nothing. Also in the fourth quarter, Danville 31, Warrior Run 14. In the northern tier, Wellsboro pulling away from Montgomery 26-7 late third quarter. Also in the third quarter, Berwick 27, Williamsport 17. Halifax up 24-7 over Line Mountain late third quarter. And at early third quarter, Shemokin shutting out Central Mountain 28-0. Shemokin and head coach Henry Hynoski will be heading to Hino's alma mater, Southern Columbia, Next Friday night, 
And, of course, next Friday night here on Eagle 107, the Rally and the Valley Trophy on the line with Seawinds Grove and Shikalemi. Number one team in the state in their class, Southern Columbia, shutting out Seawinds Grove tonight 48 to nothing. As we continue the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show, let's go back to Tiger Stadium with Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt, and Zach Showers. Guys? Thank you, Sean. Let's not waste any time. we got Ryan down on the field with Coach Derek Hicks. Let's send it down to Ryan. Yeah, you're listening to the Seals postgame show presented by Service Ledger Cable Vision. I am down here in the field with Coach Hicks. You fall tonight 48 to nothing, but I'm listening to your postgame speech, and the first thing you said is we're going to get better because of this. So just explain a little bit to what you meant to your team. You know, I mean, you want to step up and play some good competition, and sometimes when you play co- good competition, you run into a team like this that's really good. Um, and you know what? At the end of the day, when you hit the playoffs and you're in the tight games, these are the kind of games that define you. We need to look at the film. What are the little things that we can correct to get better for next week? Because next week, Shikalimi comes to town. You know, that's a big one for points for the 4A playoffs. And, uh, yeah, it's just look at this film and uh, get better looking at the little things from your position. And I'm going to touch on what you just said about defining, because that's basically how you broke the huddle with your team. You said this game does not define us. This is the best team in the state. Yeah, a little bit more, and, 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 and what, what what do you expect now going now if you have a game like this going into shake and how important the psyche is not to let a game like this get in the way of, of a game that you can win? Uh, you know, that, I mean, that's the biggest thing is I told the guys, we're, we're not going to be screaming and yelling at you here. It's, you know, there were some times I thought the effort could have been better that we kind of packed it in a little bit, and that's the things we need to look at is, you know, you can never quit on a play. I don't care who you're playing. Uh, you know, defensively, we've got to pursue the football with 11 guys offensively we've got to be blocking through the whistle and doing the little things at times tonight that didn't happen and those are the things we have to correct uh going forward if we want to win the the district four quad a and no doubt to me coach i'm watching you guys in the sideline you never once gave up on your kids coaching hard the whole way made me smile from the booth appreciate that and not a doubt in our mind that you're going to have this team ready to roll next week yeah you know i mean these are like i said they're, they're young kids they're great kids though they're sponges they're absorbing everything right now and uh you know the biggest my biggest concern i told them don't let this define you that's a darn good football team and we need to get better and we will go get them next week coach all right thank you all right i, I have uh joe con down here with me as well Joe, tough game. You played a really good team, and, and I'm very, very selective when it comes to selecting guys in a loss and, and a one in a style like this. But you are a leader on this team. You led with your play tonight and your effort. I'm going to keep it short and easy for you. What is your message to your team in a game like this? Yeah, have some pride and uh, just don't give up. The main thing was our, our heads went down and we felt sorry for ourselves, but I kept talking to the guys. You, you can't feel sorry yourself in football. This is not, you can't do that. Yeah, you, you've had some tough games in the past. Not many, though, a lot of success. But from your experience in the past, maybe some older uh, uh, teammates when you were a little younger, you know, what are some things you can remember that, that you're going to bring into this week of practice to get ready for a Shikalimi game? Well, I remember my freshman year, my uh, welcome to high school moment with uh, Jack Goggler and Ethan Troutman. I would be on scout though, and they had absolutely demolished me. And if that's what it needs to take to get these guys going, because I've been I've been on them, I've been getting on them uh, about effort, and just didn't sink in, and that that pisses me off. But listen, your effort tonight is enough to show you're going to get these guys going to practice. Again, Coach said to you as you broke, this does not define this team. I know you believe that as well. Good luck, ne- good luck next week and get the job done. Thank you very much. 
All right, Pat, that'll wrap up the Seals postgame show presented by Service Ledger Cable Vision down here in the field. We'll go back up to you. Thank you, Ryan, from down on the field. Thank you, Coach Derek Hicks, checking in. And you can see the passion in the young man with Joe Kahn. And uh, I, I don't doubt him for a second. Get these guys regrouped. It's only the third week of the season, long football season to go. So that's a warrior walking off the field. Get his guys together. Senior leadership right there for the Sealands Grove Seals. This is Seals Grove football presented by or double on WGH Northumberland. Seals Grove. We're going to take a break, come back. We got stats for you. We're going to check in about the Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And we'll wrap things up here from Tiger Stadium as we're bringing you the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show for you. Seals Grove falls 48 to nothing to fall to 1 and 2. This is Seals Grove Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Don't go back to school without the one supply that'll keep your coursework moving. Service Electric Cablevision High Speed Internet. SECV Internet always makes the grade with unrivaled speed and reliability. It's the perfect Wi-Fi solution for the whole family to share, no matter how many devices you connect. Simultaneously search, stream, download, and gain instant access to everything you need to get ahead and complete your assignments. Plus, bundle SECV Internet with TV and phone and save. Learn faster. Surf smarter. Visit secv.com internet today. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. For almost a half century, Central Pennsylvania has turned to Glicks in Sealands Grove for the best quality in garage doors, fireplaces, stoves, and awnings. With the area's most experienced installers, you know you'll be getting superior service and premium products from Glicks. It's the family name you've come to trust for nearly 50 years. Glicks on Route 15 North, Sealands Grove. And remember, we're always open on Facebook and Glicks.com. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to the Service Electric postgame show here from Tiger Stadium on Eagle107, Eagle107.com. Well, we're at that point. We threw out candidates for the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game throughout the game. And now we get to the point where we announce the Shemoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And after conversation, it has to be the 34-yard touchdown run by Gage, or Gage, excuse me, Gavin Garcia, as he was able to take it to the end zone to push the lead out to 27-0. So any thought of Seals Grove getting back in this one was crushed by that impressive touchdown run by Garcia. That's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Schmokadam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Taking a look at the the stats from the game all coming in Georgia in that first half for the Southern Columbia Tigers as we had gotten into mercy rule. But taking a look at team totals first. First down, Seals Grove in it with 10 first down, none of them, nine of them coming in the second half. Southern Columbia Tigers, 14. Rushing department, all Southern Columbia Tigers, 348 yards. Seals Grove, just 54. Passing department, 
90 yards for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Seals, 77. So total yards on the night. The Southern Columbia Tigers, 438 yards. Seals grab 131. Penalties, good for both teams. Five total between both teams. Not bad in that department there. Turnovers, Seals Grove threw one interception, and Southern Columbia Tigers had two fumbles on the night. Take a look at individual numbers first in the rushing department for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Gage Garcia, eight carries, 123 yards and a touchdown. Gavin Garcia, two carries, 95 yards, and two touchdowns for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And the passing department, Hollenbach only had to throw six times. It was four for six, 90 yards, two touchdowns. His receiver, main target, as you would know coming in, was Fleming. Three catches, 64 yards and a touchdown. He got the scoring started for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And Gavin Garcia has a touchdown to his credit. He had three on the night. That came for 26 yards out for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Look at individual numbers for the Sealands Grove Seals. First from the rushing department, what a struggle it was. Khan just 22 yards on 11 carries for the Sealands Grove Seals. In the passing department, Shock 6 for 16, just 57 yards and a pick. Bastion came in, went 2 for 6 for 20 yards. The receiving department, 4, 2 catches. Swine for 2 catches. Cants had 2 as well for the Sealands Grove Seals. So, again, final numbers, 348 total offense for the Southern Columbia Tigers, 131 for the Sealands Grove Seals. So Seals Grove Seals will regroup, as you heard Coach Derek Hicks talk about, and also Joe Kahn regroup for a home game against the rival, the Chickalimmy Braves. And last we heard, Chickalimmy was losing in that ball game. But you want to stick it around right here after the game and bring you the Sunbury Broadcasting Seals game night. Sean Carey will have you updated on all those games going on around the Valley. Again, appreciate Joe Kahn checking in down on the field along with Coach Derek Hicks. Remember, each week on Eagle 107, you can hear live play-by-play action of Bucknell Bison football with Doug Burtz on Kevin Hurst starting with Bison build-up on Eagle 107. Next week, as we said, the Seals will take on the Shikalimi Braves. That's a home game at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brand starting at 6, the Derek Hicks pregame show starting at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7. Seals Grove will try to improve to 2-2 two and two in the matchup against the Braves. So that wraps up Seals postgame show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Seals Grove falls tonight here at Tiger Stadium, 48 to nothing. For Zach Showers, our stack guys, Sean Carroll, producer, Ryan Brandt. This is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals football on Eagle 107. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region and the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Week with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motors Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.